I think that was somebody in Love Donna's video. Okay. Yeah.
Before much ado, let me just give the show his blessings. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful Sunday you have presented to us again. We pray and hope that others may continue to receive similar conditions, Lord. We pray for the ones who are struggling. Pray for the ones who are having any mishap, Lord. Pray for the ones who are sick, especially your dear friends, um, Mr. Bear Mapatel, David Christian, Dr. Leroy Lashley, and his daughter Lisa, and Bobsy Nisbet. God, we hope that you can just touch her body from the bottom of her feet to the top of her head. We pray for her daughter, Merchitz as well, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, El Comido Willett, and of course, Dr. Roger Brown. We pray for my siblings, Wentworth, Gabriel, Telbert, Julian, and Sharon Francis, Lord. We pray for them all. We pray for Dennis Kelman. We pray for Joseph Gunshot, Mona Daniel, and Dr. Eugene Francis, as well as Fillmore Albright, Earl Stevens, and Dr. Linford McKenzie. We pray especially for the ones who have not expressed their concerns, Lord. We know many might be struggling and not bold enough to tell us their condition and ask God for help. But we just pray that you might just touch them from the bottom of the feet and to the top of the head, Lord. We pray for anyone, any mishap that is happening in the world, Lord. We pray for the countries that are struggling with any kind of disaster or any kind of casualty, Lord. We pray for them. We thank you for this wonderful opportunity you've given us, and we pray for the ones who helped us financially show over the years. We pray for the ones who have done so to support us by calling in and giving their contribution, Lord. We are grateful for every help you have given us, and we thank you. I hope that you'll just continue to bless the show, bless each and every panelist here this evening. Let them be moved, and let them be contributing to the show and make it a better one. Thank you, Lord. In your precious name we pray. Amen. 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 No, we want to call in the high sin to give her sir, to give the fans her well wishes her. Hello. Well, hello and good evening, everyone. Once again, it's always a joy and a pleasure to be with you. We're going to have a wonderful show. Here, I'm here now, all wrapped up cozy, a nice four degrees and mostly cloudy. But, you know, I still thank God for that. We're here. That's the main thing. And we just look forward to a wonderful show. It's good to have you on board. So just take it easy and enjoy the show. Good night to everyone. Good night to you, Hyacinth. Did you say 94 degrees? Four. Forget the nine. Forget the nine and stick to the four. A nice four four degrees. Oh my so I'm cozily wrapped up, <laughs> mostly How cloudy. You, Donna? Donna, are you colder than that? No. Hello, good night, good night. Good night, good night. Yes, yes welcome to the well. show. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to a nice show tonight. Welcome Indeed. to Murtries, Dennis, Hyacinth, Leon, and whoever else might be on at this time. If Mr. Patel is on as well, good night. Not yet. Okay, be hopeful, hopeful for him to be on shortly. Then it's your time to greet your fans and well wishes. Thank you, Leon, and uh, just not to uh, rub, uh, you know what, into Hyacinth's um, <laughs> face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no, here it is, makes to... me feel warm. 
say something yeah, else. Yeah. What, what, what Isaac failed to tell us, he told us the day and the date and the temperature, but she didn't tell us what time it is in her neck of the woods. So, oh, um, yeah. So it's, I, I, like, it's 2308. 2308. How many of our listeners are out there? taking in their Z's at this time of the night. We appreciate your <laughs> your loyalty. Uh, yeah. But from me, it's hello and welcome to all our listeners wherever you are in the world. Mm-hmm. This is the Cricket Show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Cricket Show. You can call us at 1515-605-9850. That's 1515-605-9850. Nine eight five zero, or send us an email, the cricket show at comcast.net. The cricket show at comcast.net. Set your reminder to join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. Once again, it's welcome, and back to you, Liam. Yeah, thank you so much, Dennis. And just a reminder that next week you will need to bring your clock one hour earlier on because we are going to be on. Yeah. Bring you move your clock one hour, advance your clock. So, what will be next week? Next week we'll be back to our regular scheduled timing. That be mass mission with the with the um, Eastern Caribbean, same time. Okay, so let me ask you're going to be on on a little earlier next week, an hour earlier. No, no I think our time doesn't change yet. No, so I'll have to make a note. No, oh, I'll, 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 I think two weeks after you. Oh, really? Yeah. So you will, you, you will be, be on at the same time, yeah. like she's coming yeah. on today. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll, I'll sort it out. So, ne- so next week, you're, you're going to be like six hours. Mm-hmm. I don't know, right, confused. Yeah, Never mind, I'll work it out. You're five hours, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're five hours now. You're yes, five but if we're going... If we're four, going forward, four. it's going to be one hour less earlier for you for next week. So um, let me write it down. <laughs> one hour, one hour earlier. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Next, took, next Sunday. So as soon as I your clock the... goes forward, then it will become about the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The I would think time. of, yeah. I would think of Canada. Yeah, that's it. Okay. But, you know, if, if you're confused, you can always log in, and the system will tell you that the show is scheduled to begin in yeah, one yeah, hour yeah. or two hours. So don't panic. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let me do this while we wait for Jason. I'll play a little song from Merchant and her mother, Bobby. God will take you. God will take 
take care of Bobsy and others who are aging well, Lord. Well, Leon, yes, I should I'm here. say, I should tell you that um, Poetry J. Tim is out on some business, some high-stake business discussion regarding development of cricket out here in the Southlands. And it is very possible that uh, he may not be able to join us this afternoon. Okay. We certainly hope that it will be possible, but I know that he's uh, running around here in Southern California. Well, I should I shouldn't say running around, but he is traveling. <laughs> he, he's moving he's quickly. Traveling around here, moving quickly. Um, with some uh, <laughs> very important. I must tell you, Dennis, when you use the word run around, man, if you ever travel with, with Jason, you will know. This is man that is running? fast on his feet. Poor me. <laughs> Poor me carrying a little computer for about a mile, and Jason just grabbed the computer from me, and he was off ahead of me, I tell you. Yeah. I know he is a hustler. <laughs> he knows how to move. <laughs> he knows how to move. But anyway, Jason, we hope you will be back with us next week if today is not possible. But in the meantime, in between time, Dennis, we can just give the show outline. We're going to be yes. covering England versus India. Of course, most of you know by now, India have won that match. We'll go into the details later. Australia also have won over New Zealand and New Zealand. Uh, let's give you the scores. New Zealand replying to Australia 383 and 164, 179 and 196. Victory for Australia. They continue to win. We have the Sri Lanka versus Bangladesh. We have the India Premier League coming up and They'll be playing some 21 T20 matches starting March the 22nd, and they'll go to May the 26th. We'll talk to you about the, um, is it the um, Pakistan, oh no, the Bangladesh Super League, which has come to an end. And the last match, Kamala uh, Victorians played against the Fortune uh, Barishala, and the final Shows um, the Camilla making 154 for six and the Barisara Fortune, let's call them Fortune, 157 for four. And Kyle Mayer, she was the man of the match at the time. And there's some news about the, the latest match that is being played in the Pakistan Super League the Karachi Kings versus the Multan Sultans. The Moulton scored, Sultan scored 189 for three, and the Karachi Kings, they replied with 159 for seven. Victory for the Moultons by some 20 runs. And Afghanistan versus Ireland, the first test match over the UAE, sees um, Afghanistan going down to Ireland by some 66 runs. We'll give you more details as they come to hand. World Cup, West Indies in USA. Well, we know for a fact that it's coming to the USA, but there are some matches that we want to bring you up to date with. We're having matches in the Grand Prairie Cricket Stadium on the 1st of June, and guess what? That match is against the USA and Canada. And you remember the first international test match? Matter was played, Dennis. 
was between the USA and Canada, and Canada won. But we'll give you more details as we go along. Cricket West Indies Women's Super 50 Cup and T20 Blaze is about to kick off in February. In, 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 I tell you the date. It will be starting in, in full cry, and first match will be between round one, see the Leewards against Guyana on March the 14th, and the Barbados against Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago versus the Windward Islands. That's, we'll give you more details, though. Just we want to tell you also that Shami, the Indian pacer, he has to undergo surgery for his Achilles. His tendon has been damaged, and he's set to miss the IPL. That's some good money he's missing. We're going to tell you about the ICC Men's T20 World Cup and the various rounds where the teams are in Group A, Group B, Group C, Group D, and how they rank. Of course, we'll follow up with India. Well, the West Indies Super 50, is it? Uh, Now, the championship, the West Indies championship is on a break, and the Windward Islands are on top with some 62.2 points, followed by the Leewards, on 45.6, and Barbados in third place, followed by Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago in fifth place, Guyana in sixth place, in seventh place is the West Indies Academy, and at the bottom of the cell is the combined campuses. And these are just some of the things that we're following, and we're hoping to hear at 8 o'clock. We probably hear from our guy out of Jamaica, and uh, we're hoping also to hear from our friend Ben Manning over in England. So, Dennis, this is just a, a brief outline of what we intend to talk about and much more. Of course, you know, Hyacinth will be manning the ship this evening as she brings to us the outline for Law 35 and 36. And we will take it from there. Dennis, anything to add? Well, Yes, Leon, we can uh, perhaps take another look at the um, Australia-New Zealand uh, test match that just completed. Yes, indeed, of course. In that that match, we see Australia, you know, the juggernaut rolling rolling down the hill. In their first innings at bat, Australia scored 383, as Leon pointed out. Shuffling of papers back there, Leon. Mm-hmm. With yes. Australia, 383, and Cameron Green, 174 not out. And for us, for New Zealand, we had Henry taking five for 70. And New Zealand, in their first innings, responded with a very low total of 179. Phillips taking, uh, scoring 71 runs, and Henry 42, and the Australian bowlers, they had uh, Lyon showing his wiliness with the spin attack, grabbed 4 for 43, and uh, Australia in their second innings 
actually they then had to face a spin attack and they crumbled to 164 in their second innings once again then Phillips 5 for 45 right there on his uh, second innings this, this knock we had a knock of 71 in the first innings and in the second Australia innings he grabbed 5 for 45 Henry 3 for 36 and Southie 2 for 45 New Zealand of course failed to live up to that generous sum they were set to win and they because quite rightly they had to score uh, 360-odd runs to win. But they crumbled at 196, Ravindra 59, Mitchell 38. And again, Lyon grabbing another 6 for 65 to round out the Australia. Soundly whooped New Zealand. Still shuffling noise back there, Leon. is doing it, so not from yeah. my end. It's not from your end, then. That no, is, I don't know where it's coming from. Okay. To... Australia won by an amazing 172 runs. Okay, so that was that. But, Leon, going back to the uh, women's WPL, uh, I, no, I know, I think... Well, can we I just pause for calls there? Because I believe we have Virgil on board. Virgil, are you on with us? Yes, okay. I'm, yes I'm here. Oh, okay, I'm here. Good. Yeah. We're just discussing the Australian-New Zealand test match. I don't know if you wanted to comment before we move on. No, 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 I'll bypass that. Okay. Right. But Dennis, as you were saying... Yeah. Yes, looking at the women's, uh, you know, Premier League, we can see at the end of uh, 10 matches played that the number one team is, and the number two teams are the two teams that finished one and two last year. Uh, the women, that's Delhi Capitals and the Mumbai Indian women. And after 10 matches, what we're seeing is the same thing. Delhi Capital and uh, Mumbai Indians are in the one and two places with the maximum. I think they each have uh, is that 10 or eight points, six points. At any rate, they're still one and two, and they're bringing up the rear with the uh, UP Warriors and uh, the other teams muscling in to try and take over. The last couple of matches that were played, the um, Royal Challengers Bangalore ladies scored 131 for 6, Perry 44 and Wareham 27, and the Mumbai Indian ladies were 133 for 3, Care 40, Cyber Brunt 27, and Haley Matthews of the West Indies managed 26. So Mumbai Indians won that one by seven wickets. And in the match, the latest match from uh, earlier today, we had, or yesterday, we had Delhi Capitals 163 for eight, Meg Lanning 55, 
Sutherland 20 and Capsi 27 and Meg Singh. Four for 37. The Gujarat Giants, they were bowled out for 138. Well, not bowled out, but their innings ended after 20 overs at 138 with uh, Gardner scoring 40 and Jonathan for the Titans taking three wickets for 22 and Yadav for the Titans three for 20. Delhi Capitals won that match by 25 runs. So once again, they're playing matches on a daily basis. So there's another match in the queue for uh, later today. Um, uh, Leon, Donna is say, suggesting that she's unable to hear us. I'm not sure why. Um, if she's muted. Um, I okay. think she feels on the board that she's in with us, but she's not. Uh, yeah. She's not okay. seeing, we're not hearing, hearing probably, us. I don't know, the reception might have been defective, but we're here now quite well. I hope she can get in because. From our end, uh, all is well. From our end, Tyson, are you hearing us? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. I can yes, hear I you. Hear you. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. She um, must be in a diff- well, difficult position where the well, signal is dropped. Well, possibly what we'll do is we'll um, take her out and then bring her back in. That might be the way to solve that one. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, just. <laughs> Let me go back to the match in New Zealand versus Australia. And okay, um, I go back to that in the meantime and talk about that innings for, for um, Cameron Green of 174, not out at that. You know, if you were to take that innings away from the total of 383 for the, the um, Australians, it would be a normal in innings. And other than that, you have a 40. Okay, Dennis, um, we, we are hearing a feedback. I don't know if you had the, the muted. But, um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, yes, as it were, that 383 scored by Australia was, if we were to take that innings, Away from the Aussie side, we have some very difficult condition coming in here from. Record. Dennis is. Record. There's a lot of feedback from someone in the back with a lot of background noise. So let me oh, oh. do this. Sounds like a car. Yes. Okay, good. Sounds mm-hmm. like a car. Yeah. Okay. So as I was saying, a hundred and... 74 not out by Green, Australia yeah. innings would have been a normal innings, but it happened that he stood his ground, he played yeah. his part, and helped Australia to, to make a total of 383. When the New Zealand batted, I think what changed the course of the New Zealand innings tremendously mm-hmm. was the run out, the run out for the captain, Williamson. He got a bad run out, and they never seemed to recover. Another point I want to make. I don't know if Ravinja, Ravinja 
was doing well at the top of the order. I don't know why. Would they move him to number four? Do you notice that? Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if that was significant, a significant change at the top of the order. He was able to blunt the attack up top, and now they move him to number four, and he's struggling. He, he was out without scoring the first innings, and he made an, a, a good knock of 50-odd in the second innings, but that was not enough. Not enough to bring them back. But Australia continue their winning ways. I don't know if they need a, a Shamar Joseph to do a number of them again. But it wasn't. But the uh, the New Zealanders who were always favored on their wicket with the swing and the bounce and the movement over there, they were able to to win again. I think I read somewhere of, of the last 16, 17 matches, Australia won 16 of them, and New Zealand is really down. And I hope not out. Yes, so we yes. see a finish. And go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I'm just wondering if they, I, I, like you, I'm puzzled as to why they would have. Um, move Ravindra down to number four because he certainly did perform very well higher up the order. Maybe they are trying to see if they can stabilize their uh, middle order with someone of, uh, uh, you know, sterling reputation in terms of abilities Mm -hmm. to perform. He did well in the second innings because he was uh, 59 not out at the number four slot. So it just goes... It's quite possible, of course, since Lyon was the one who did most of the damage, that the wicket after the first day started to deteriorate. And when I say deteriorate, I mean change and brought about some, uh, you know, brought about some, uh, what shall we say, more favorable conditions for the spin bowlers. That quite likely is what may have occurred there. But um, if you think about it, Green's 174 in that first inning is equivalent to New Zealand's, you know, first innings total. Exactly. So it it just goes to show. And, of course, Australia's second inning is a lot less than Green's performance in the first inning. So clearly something was happening with the wickets which may have caused, or I should say the pitch, not the wicket, but Mm -hmm. um, uh, something that uh, was unduly happening there, which may have um, caused that type of performance there. Yes, yeah. You said, yeah. Go ahead. The the Bangladesh Premier League, uh, Leon, I'm not sure. The the final, because last time we were here, they were getting ready to play the final match. Now that final match between uh, Camilla Victorians and Fortune Barishal, that took place. And of course, it's interesting to note that, that's me, that Barishal and Fortune was one, uh, it was two and three in the final table. And uh, Victorians scored 154 for six. Those are West Indian Russell, 27. And Mayers, one for 26. And McCoy, West Indian players, 
one for 24, and Fortune Barry Shelby, 157 for four, with Mayors 46. So Mayors quite likely may well have been up there for, for some uh, rewards. So Fortune yeah. won by six wickets, giving uh, Fortune a title again this year. So, um, it's important to note, though, that Kyle Mears, he was named the player of the match, okay? And um, Tarim Iqbal, he was player of the series, so... I thought the tournament went off well, and a number of West Indian played. And uh, it's good to see Kyle getting a player of the match in the finals. That was good. I don't, I don't think they had any setback. Everything went well. West Indian were there in abundance, I guess. But not all of them did well, but they did enough to at least make the cut. All in all, they yeah. they, they have. They had some 60, 46 matches that were played, and it started on January the 19th, and it ended on March the 1st. So it went, all, went over well, and I would laud them for just pulling off a tournament and with no setbacks. All right. Leon, let me take this opportunity for listeners joining us, um, expecting the Coach's Corner, that today Coach Jatin Patel is busy dealing with some uh, cricket development projects out in the Southland here in uh, Southern California. And so he's not in a position to uh, accommodate the coach's corner this week, but we hope that uh, you will stay with us for the rest of the show. And of course, come back next Sunday when we will hopefully have coach back with us to continue with the uh, coach's corner. In the meantime, Leon, go ahead. Oh, I was saying, can we look at the England-India match as well? Since we, that is a big one, but a very good win for England. England batted first, scored 353, but in their second innings, they falter and, and were dismissed for 145. India, in their first innings, but 307, and in the second time around were 195 or 192 for five, beating India, beating England by five wickets. It was a good, good showing by India because they were down and almost out, and they came back. I never expected them to score 307 in their first innings, but they did so. Then uh, the Englishmen, they fought badly in the second innings. And India were able to, to um, just overcome that total. What I'm impressed with, the youngsters are still shining. Dennis, they're still showing that they belong. And <laughs> the <laughs> Pujara, you remember a guy by the name of Pujara? He seems yes. not to be yes. able to make the cut at all. And this guy has but been so prolific over the years. And he's not able to make it at one team, one once. I tell you, India has so much talent. As you were saying. 
No, that that is a very valid point you raised there, Liam, because we see where India, with some of their top stars, uh, not being, not playing in this last fourth Test match series, they brought in players, and of course, what we've witnessed is that those players have stepped up their game and have produced the type of innings or the type of bowling performance which makes us wonder what will happen when the other players who were omitted this time round for uh, injuries or rest, when they are available next time round, will they be able to just walk back into the side or are they likely to face some difficult challenges? I mean, this test match, this fourth test match, showed a lot of guts for on the part of the uh, Indian players and the Indian team. England scored a massive, well, I wouldn't say massive, but of course a very high 353 with Joe Root doing his usual, what we expect of Joe Root. But since they've gone over to this baseball or baseball, whatever the terminology is, they, you know, they, they, there is some aggression, I noticed, that even in the early stages, they put runs on the board quickly, quickly, very quickly, but in the long run, they seem to run out of steam. And after the 353, India replied with that 307. Once again, as you pointed out, Leon, Jay's wall still there. Thank you. In the um, in the batting ranks of the uh, international test series, Jurel ninety, and of course Shubmanil wow. is still there. And it's mm-hmm. good to watch these youngsters from the transform from the T20 through to the ODI, through to the test. And we ask ourselves, why is it that we cannot see West Indian players? go through the T20, go through the ODI, and go through tests without, you know, so much as a, well, where am I, type of deer in the headlights type of performance as we see from a lot of the West Indian players. They should be able to perform just the way we see Gill and Jayswal, who, let's face it, they were 19-year-olds playing two or three years ago in the under-19 Cup. And from there... Mm -hmm. They've in the spate of what three four years, they're mm-hmm. playing on all three formats for India, and are doing extremely well. So, you know that that is worth noting. India brought in um, a, a new bowler for uh, the injured player. I think is um. Sure. Siraj, who was injured, Leon, or is it... Um, oh, no. Siraj played. Siraj Axel. Deep. Deep is the one that came in to replace the quick bowler. I think the one right. you mentioned earlier who has the uh, Achilles problem. Injury. Yes. Um, so, and they brought in uh, Deep, and he came in, and of course he went right to work and picked up wickets. You know, three for eighty-three in in the in the first innings, uh, which helped a great deal. We've seen um, Yadav is still there producing, Ashwin is still there producing, and yet again in the second innings, 
Jaiswal and Gill both got together and steadied the ship when India looked like they were in for some uh, very hard time. Remember, they lost two very quick wickets on the fourth day of that match. And the tides looked well. But I noticed that in England's field placing seemed somewhat of an aggressive type of field placing. They weren't there defending the low score. But they were aggressively going with left a lot of um, opening in the field for India to um, take advantage of. So maybe England need to take a second look at their India need to take a second look at their not India England, England. need to take a second mm-hmm. look at yeah at just just exactly. one point before you go any further because yeah. I think England's downfall was the the full performance of the captain. He he captained the team well. I would say that. Like you said, he was very aggressive, and he he set some plays which came off. But when you look at his performance, his batting was below par. He used to have a century from Stokes, and I think he only scored one century in the whole in the four matches. And that is far from enough from the captain, and he's unable to bowl. I thought they perhaps would have needed a good all-around inside there that could help him because of his injury. And he probably may have wanted to bat it a little higher. But they're claiming that the spinners was his, was proved his downfall. He was not able to, to, to maneuver them like he usually does. But Stokes' performance was below par. And that really assisted India to just walk over them because they came through the first test match Winning, they scraped through, but they still won. You know, and the second test, they had a good opportunity. The third test, they, they, they well, they, they were swamped, but the fourth test, I think they just let it go. And um, it's their fault. I don't know why they performed that way. And, of course, I noticed some very, you know, questionable decisions by the umpire, and I don't know if my eyes were <laughs> not seen correctly, but a number of balls which tend to be going down the leg side and the, the camera brought them to be hitting stumps and, and umpires called. But it goes two ways, you know, it goes two ways, but India, England seem to have gotten the worst of the umpire and decision when it comes to withdrawing an umpire's call. But what can they do for the fifth test? One one thing that's very noticeable in this entire series, uh, Liam, is that India has managed to score more than 400 runs in at least uh, three innings and pretty much came close to 307 in the fourth. So India, India is certainly showing that their batters are quite comfortable against uh, whatever England has to uh, to throw at them, so it is very likely that India will again dominate England unless England has brought in two new players. That is uh, the uh, Bashir and Hartley, and they have shown that there is uh, some movement when it comes to uh, the, the quick the spin bowlers some movement there for uh, England. 
but at the moment their batters are not producing the type or the number or the quality that they are they have been expecting. And I oh, see okay. we've been joined. Yeah, my Orly. Yes, I was just going to see that too. Okay, Orly, welcome. Good evening to you, sir. Are you hearing us? Quite hey. Well? Yes, Orly quite was... quite clearly. I can hear you quite clearly. I can hear you. Good evening, Leon. Good evening to my fellow panelists. And of course, for the listeners of the world, good morning, good afternoon, and good (laughs) evening to you all. Happy to be here. Yes, indeed. We're talking about England versus Australia. England versus India. 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 And England, to me, was, did not perform well. And kept, the captain didn't lead with the bat, and the fact that he cannot bowl and he's not making enough runs, I think that was help in to was not favorable to them at all because Stoke usually comes with a century now and then, but he wasn't able to. And um, well, well, of course, it showed the importance of the captain. Now, I mean, exactly. um, you know, he is one of those guys that is a pillar to the to the English team, and he usually, you know, lead from the front, but, you know, it doesn't always happen. But if you were to do it for four, four test matches, hardly, that shows, you know, if you fail in two, you know, but for, for four, you have not lived up to your expectation. It's, it's, yeah, you know what happened, you, you have players going through some lean patches, and especially... When you are someone that has a high standard, it, it's even more noticeable. And it seems that in England, is, is a, you know, they are on the ropes fighting. And he, being the captain and the one who usually spearhead things and it's not happening, it, it looks even more pronounced. Um, we, we forget, um, let's not forget Virat Kohli for, for over three years. Over three years, he did not score yeah. a century. I mean, he scored in the 80s, he scored, and, he, you know, he hung around and he still make runs and but he was being called out for not not being a, not scoring a century of all that time so um he he came back afterwards with a bang so the same thing will apply to to um ben Stoke. and it's a much shorter period anyway and um the best of batters, best of batters go down to india and they struggle. You have um, Root. Root came back and made a century uh, recently and, so, and some other players. But you know what happened? It's difficult to go into, in, go into India. Playing in England and playing in India is two different things altogether. Yes. yes. And um, mm-hmm. I, I, have, I, have some, I have something here just to uh, a little comparison. You know, playing at the Gabba, um, <laughs> when, when it was uh, when uh, India played against Australia, 2021. Look at the comparison. 2021 and 2024 Ranchi, where they played. Um, the Indians, they were captained by a player from Mumbai. Then it was Rahani. And uh, now they're captained by Roy Sharma from mm-hmm. Mumbai. Um, Virat Kohli was on paternity leave. And the same thing happened again. He's now on leave again. Subman mm-hmm. Gill in that match in 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 the in the one at the Gabba faces 120 balls not out came out not out and in this match he scored a, he faced 120 balls again not out and a wicket keeper pants at the time 
hit the winning runs, he was the keeper that hit the winning runs. And in the recent test, it was a new keeper who hit the winning runs. And there was a debutant fast bowler in the Indian side who picked up three wickets. And the same thing happened in this one. The debutant, the fast bowler, also picked up three wickets. So it's a map. Uh, when you look at the similarity, same thing, same thing, same thing. Same I just, thing. I just, you know, just, just to yeah, just to that's point quite out. good, good. Yeah, coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it coincidence? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, here's what the coach says, says about England performance. We weren't quite good enough when it mattered, says McCollum. And then the England sports writers are saying the unburdening of Gill. On this occasion, their skill was better than ours, says Stokes. On this occasion, their skills was better, or their skill was better than ours. What do you mean, man? Skill was better. That's an interesting comment. Interesting choice choice of words there. Yeah. He said on this on this occasion, bear in mind mm-hmm. that yeah. England won the first of the four test matches. Yes. And, yes. and India India has certainly put the surge of whip to England in the second in the, the next three test matches. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to say that they got the best of us this time suggests mm-hmm. that somebody is trying their very best to paint a very nice picture. But I think I can see past the crayons because it is not so. England has played very, very badly, and they need to look at. I recall what the series not so long ago where Joe Root was scoring almost a century every match, including the match they went to India. Yeah. Uh, the last series they had in India, I think England did very well because Joe Root was performing. But this time round, it is not the case. So, you know, they were better than us. This is a very, very, <laughs> uh, shall we say, poetic choice of words there. And here, here was Basher, B-A-S-H-I-R, the English spinner. Yeah. Yes. He sees good signs in the pitch for England, but he didn't pay off for, for them in the end. And then turn your well, attention to what Ranji talk about yeah he got he got a good haul but it was yes. not enough it was not enough he needed help he didn't have the runs to back him up there and he didn't that's have the, the runs to back him up yeah yeah and um, yeah, you, you know go ahead yeah go ahead Audrey. you know what what you know what this series has, has proved uh, uh proven um leon is that mm-hmm. if you if you take some good spinners seasoned spinners experienced yes. spinners down to India, you can beat them at their own game. At their because, game. Um, exactly. it, it, those two spinners that bowl them out, and, and even, you know, in, in the fight and thing, they, they're actually like debutants. You know, they, they, they just start mm-hmm. playing test cricket. They're just calling and throwing the ring. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and yet they, they, they gave the Indians a whole lot of trouble. As a matter of fact, they won the first test. And Hartley and, uh, you know, and those guys, those other spinners. And it has shown that those in those spinners are here to stay in the Indian side, in England side, right? England side, in, yeah. in England side. It's going to be more, well, at least it's going to be dependent if they're going to the subcontinent or, you know, where they're going to be playing. But if those guys continue to perform the way they are performing right now, they're going to be permanent 
fixtures in in the England England side. You're going to have England bowling some some of the time now with three spinners instead of having uh, three pace bowlers. You may, may may even see them playing with three spinners because they are good, you know, and um, they, they they got the exposure, you know, playing in the hundred, playing the English conditions. But um, if they should continue to do what they are doing right now. They're going to be dominating cricket for quite a while to come. Question for you, Audley. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask him what? to do this, though, because we're coming yeah. up on you... the Walter Henry hour. So, uh, yeah. Well, come okay, so if you can get him. Right. The question for you, Audley, is do you yeah. think that these English spinners are performing as well as they are because they're playing on Indian pitches? Do you think they I, have I, the same success? In England, on England pitches. Well, well, you, you know, they, they must have seen some time, you know, um, playing in the, the games in domestic competition while, while they call them up. I don't think they're going to be having success everywhere. And that's why I say, I, you know, I look up on those guys and see that if, uh, I pointed out that if you have, you know, more experienced spinners, um, you know, um, it, it's a fact that they just start playing cricket and they're doing quite well. So give them another season or another tour of India, maybe two, three years' time, whenever they go back, and they are still playing. They will be a big, big force to reckon with because they, they, would, they would have experience, they would have learned, get the experience from this, from this tour, and then they're going to be, doubtless, they may be, may be playing in, in Pakistan and, uh, and Bangladesh and so forth, Sri Lanka. So they're going to be picking up a lot more experience as they go along. So I think they're, they're going to be really forced to, to reckon with. Let's see what happens when they go to Australia. Like, I mean, Nathan Lyons mm-hmm. doing the big thing down there. And I think yeah. if you're a good spinner, you're going, to, you're going to show that you're going to perform anywhere at all. But especially in the subcontinent, you can look for that. And I'm waiting with bated breath to see when Weston is going to England, how oh, yes, they will perform <laughs> come this year. So... Well, I know we can beat them here. We have proven it in the Caribbean. We have beat, beat them in the, in the Caribbean, Caribbean, so we want to return to play, you know. And they don't get different yeah. proposition. But oddly, in, can I you know. give us your inside edge, and then we go into what Henry's birthday and anniversary hour? Okay, um, let me pull them. Okay, the, the only Indian, the inside edge for the, the only Indian wicketkeeper that he, he played as a designated wicketkeeper to have gotten a wicket in test cricket. Who do you think it is? It, 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 it was not Downey. Not Downey? I'll take a step. For, for I, I know Downey got a wicket with, 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 um, with Travis Dolan. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I think that, that um, was ODI. Oddly. And, um, is, it pants? Yeah. is it Pants? I'll no, not Pant. Was it was mm. it Farouk engineer? Uh, I know you'd come up with engineer, but I was gonna say not engineer. It's mm. one Mister Said Kamani. Kamani. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Kamani. Yeah. In October of nineteen eighty-three, he 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 got Hasib, the Pakistan opener, Hasib Nasib, um, to become, um, he was the only Indian, I don't, maybe it have, um, happened after that, but at the time he was the only Indian designated wicketkeeper to have taken a wicket in test cricket. So that's what I have for you, the inside edge. Okay, 
Okay, thank you so much for that, Audrey. And why don't you go right into? Let me give you some music because you love the music. Uh, you gotta hit me with music. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, son. Take it away, Audrey. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, with the sound here, the happy birthday song, it's time for the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's a time of the evening when we take a look in the Christian fraternity and we say happy birthday. It's also the time when you can call in and give your birthday, give a shout out. Um, anniversary, or just give us a call, 515-605-9850, 515-605-9850, and as we go along, an occasional footnote. Okay, however, before we get into cricket, let me take a look at uh, just a few um, birthdays outside of the cricket here. Um, 1847 was the birth of a man that uh, we come to know as the one that invented the telephone, Alexander Graham Bell, 1847. And I have to get this little thing in there. His companion, the name of his companion, Leon, was um, Tom Watson. Mm-hmm. I have to get the Watson in there. <laughs> right. And the first thing he said, come, come, Watson, come here, Watson, I need you. And that was the first thing that was said on the telephone. All right, so we have... Um, uh, a director, movie director, he directed Mad Max. His name is George Miller. He, he Today he's 79. Jackie Joyner Kirsten, remember that athlete from uh, yeah. right here in the States? Um, won mm-hmm. the Pentathlon Hectathlon Gold 88 and 92 Olympics. She's 62 years old today. Oh. And we have Julie Bowen, um, actress, TV actress from Modern Family. She's 54. And we have Jessica Blair, American actress from Seventh Heaven. She's 42 today. We have Cuban-American singer-songwriter Kamala Cabello. She's 40, no, she's 27. And Jason Tatum, uh, NBA player, she is 26 today. All right, um, back to cricket. Um, Desmond Haynes made his debut back in 1978 against Australia, right? Desmond Haynes, and we know he went on to form one of the most formidable partnerships along with the Garden Greenwich, right? So we also have Annie or Carter, Leon's mom. Leon's mom was born oh. back, yes, yeah, yeah. she was I born was in gonna... 1986. No, 1896. No, 1896. Yes, she was born 1986. No, 1896. 1896. That's my daughter. So, so Mr. Francis, yes, mommy's birthday. Mommy's birthday. All right. No, but it's my my adopted mother. My adopted mother. Correct. Okay, okay. I had a word to say about that as well. So go ahead. Oh, okay. So you'll come back to that one. Yes. 
Okay, so Rodney King, remember Rodney King? Can't we all get along yeah. together? Rodney mm-hmm. King beating uh, was way back in 1991 when he was beaten mm-hmm. by Los Angeles police. 1991. Okay, so back to cricket. Sean Finley out of Jamaica. Shimar Holder from Barbados. Shinosha, Shinosha Hector from Antigua Barbuda, the female cricketer. Insama Ulhaq, Asif Ruff, and Fakur Hamid, all from Pakistan. Samarak Lamir from Afghanistan. John Reed from New Zealand. Aman Mashawari from Croatia. We have Ashmit Sharilka, a wicketkeeper from Nigeria. Frank Mann, Colin Mark Wills, Charles Clark, Jig Grenzbach, all from England. Jatinda Singh, out of Oman, and Margie Costa from the Netherlands. For um, the 4th of March, it will be 20, some 12 years since the death of Renaco Morton. Remember, he died in a crash in Trinidad Tobago. So Morton, he died back in 2012, Renaco Morton, former West Indian cricketer. Dennis Martin, Annie Mul- Mulhoney, and Cassie Kirkpatrick, just English, all from Australia. Tasik Ahmed from Bangladesh, Dale Cunningham, Brandon Mavuba from uh, South Africa, Greg Lamb from from Zimbabwe, Tahir Sultan from United Arab Emirates, Bahaji Rio from Canada, Kevin O'Brien from Ireland, Graham Dolan from New Zealand, Sadrika Nawaz and uh, Manir Dars from Pakistan, Max Diwal from the Netherlands, and out of Jamaica, Jacqueline Williams, cricket umpire, female cricket umpire. For the for March five, we have Donna Douglas. I think it's um, done some something, but it's Donna's niece. I think Kayana Douglas. I, I'm not quite. It, it was not quite clear on this one. Donna will back me up here. Uh, okay. So Donna will pick that one up. Uh, we have Ollie Disbury, Silverwood, Thomas Abel from England. We have Ibrahim Maka from India. Rodney Hogg, Bruce Oxford. Rodney Hogg, of course, we have Bruce Oxford, umpire out of Australia. Janid Ali, Nazir Muhammad from Pakistan, Derek Crooks, and Delmik Tucker from South Africa. Jahinga Alam from Bangladesh. We have Dwight Washington play a single test match out of Jamaica. And Idu Bandar's hat-trick for Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. And another Jahinga Singh um, out here as well. So um, we have the 6th of March, Michael Manley. He died in 1997, former Prime Minister of Jamaica. Michael Manley, at um, 1997, he died. 
the test debut of Sir Andy Roberts, 1983, mm-hmm. and that was versus India, 1983. Sir Andy Roberts made his test debut against India. David Shepherd from England, Peter Roback, sport writer, and we have Sohil Khan from Pakistan, Kiran Powell out of Nevis. We'll be celebrating on the 6th. Uh, we have Hal Hooker from Australia, Roy Scott from New Zealand, Kim English and Dane Pettit from South Africa, Ashok Patel from out of India. And uh, a friend of mine, she'll be celebrating. Maxine, Maxine Mitchum will be celebrating on the 6th of March as well. Sir Viv Richards, the 7th of March, yes. Greatest of them all, Virgil, come and tell you. Um, mm-hmm. He'll be celebrating on the 7th of March. Frank Penn, Willie Watson, Luke Wright, Jack Aitken, uh, Reginald Wood, and George Beam, all from England. American Tractor and Usman Kulrani from India. And uh, we have Martina Iqbal from Pakistan. Marina Iqbal from Pakistan. Joyce Christ. Uh, Chris and Dulce Brown from Australia and Mohammed Ishkod from the United Arab Emirates. Um, Ali versus Fraser, the big fight, 8th of March, 1971. Who can remember that one? Where were you? At that time, it was the biggest grossing fight and biggest purse in boxing history. And now today somebody's turning up the spar and they're getting over two million. Now at that time the the, the purse was two and a half million dollars each and it was the greatest. You will remember that fight. And um Fraser won and in fifteen rounds decision. Malcolm Marshall played his last game for the West Indies. Um that was back in nineteen ninety two. As Red Emirates will be celebrating his birthday, he's out of Trinidad and Tobago. Phil Edmund from England, Ross Taylor from New Zealand, Neil Adlock, and Haman Kripkrup. Haman Kripkrup is from India, and Adlock is from South Africa. Tom Horan and Graham Watson from Australia. I think I have him twice. Hmm. Charles Coventry and Kevin Arlott from Zimbabwe. Mohammed Nazir from Pakistan. Um, we have Elizabeth Henry. Um, Ivor should know about that one. No, it's Simon. Regina Simon? Elizabeth Henry. Yes. yes. Regina Elizabeth Henry. And that's Simon's niece. Simon's niece. But Ivor somewhere inside here. <laughs> All right. Mm. Samuel Badri and uh, Edwin Samuel Badri and Edwin Settle, both from Trinidad Tobago. Ali Nazir from United Arab Emirates, Graham Cavalier, Lee Irwin, and Eric Sims from South Africa. And we have Privetti Patel from India, Phil Maid, Robert Dawson from England, Mark Harty from Australia. And um, for the tent, we have Lawrence Yagaro completed 302. In Barbados, from 430 balls, 36 fours, and a six. And that was back in 
74. And of course, that's when my granddaughter, Evangeline, will be celebrating her fifth birthday. Hey, my little granddaughter. I love it. I told you guys my new favorite word is grandpa. Uh-huh. And she call and she say, I love you, Grandpa. I say, wow, I should have skipped the children or straight to the grandchildren. <laughs> well, I tell you, it's lovely. Okay, so she'll be celebrating on the 10th. And um, Campbell, who is the uncle of uh, Greg Chappell, uh, from Australia, Arthur Milton and Leslie Smith, all from England, and Mohammed Abbas from Pakistan, and Berto Bartlett from West Indies, out of Barbados. Is that what I have for you here, Basilia? Thank you so much. You know, I, I look forward to this today, you know, because my adopted mother, Annie Cathy, she was born on this day, 3rd of March, 1896. And over these years, I seem to have forgotten every other birthday except this. One, I don't know why, but she has played such a significant role in my development over the years. My mother died early. My grandmother's friend she was, and she also died early. And she decided to take me over. And she taught me most of what I know from the, in the early years. And I never shall forget her. And I just want to say, may her soul rest in everlasting peace. You know, the things you learn from her, and I learned one thing. Whatever uh, happened, I never, ever forgot her birthday. When the third match comes, something comes in to me that say, this is your, your adopted mother's birthday. And I, I um, text her grand, great-granddaughter this morning, and she was shocked. And some of her, 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 her granddaughter was shocked. And so they don't remember it, but I remember it because it, the thing she did for me was simple, but I learned something from her that is keeping me alive today, and I never, ever forgot her as long as I uh, Leon, I, I have to say, when someone has taken you under his or her wings, it's uh-huh. really not simple. You know, it may, you want to look back that time, especially that your, your mother had, you know, had passed away. And yeah. um yeah, she did a she did a big job because she still has that influence on you and to see that just as you mentioned, you never you have never forgotten her birthday. So, you know, when you when you look at it, oh she did a great job. She must she must be saying, Wow, well done, yeah, well done. <laughs> and she, I, I can I imagine you say I, I think and I think Phil has a birthday today too and I, I ne- never recall that, but I'm trying to get him to see if that's correct. If today is okay, birthday. Okay, okay. Yeah, feel, feel more Hall Pike. Okay, okay. So, Annie Cathy, okay. rest in peace. Go right ahead. Anybody else? Mm-hmm. Uh, who would have a birthday? Uh, birthday. Hi, you have a birthday? No, it wasn't a birthday, but I just wanted to underscore what you said about the uh, the mother who adopted you and took care mm-hmm. of you and the fact that you never forgot because mm-hmm. I can... I can attest to a similar situation, though um, it wasn't, a, you know, there were reasons why I couldn't have been growing up with my mother at the time. And somebody, perfect stranger, took charge of us until such time as, uh, you know, we were able to be reunited with our mother. And mm-hmm. yet I'd never forgotten those two, that couple. 
how mm. much they taught us and how much we learned from them. So it's understandably an underscore that you never forget the type of uh, upbringing you had from people who were so kind and gracious as to, uh, you know, take you in and make sure you were kept on the straight and narrow. That's it for me, Leon. Back to you. Yeah, we are joined by Junior. Junior, you have a birthday or some significant occasion to mention? We note last week that you lost your a relative, a close relative of yours. Uh, Junior. Okay. Hyacinth, how about you? Anything no, no birthday. No, no birthdays. Let's no go birthdays. turn our attention to Virgil. Virgil, any birthdays or any significant occasion to mention to us today? Uh, no, yeah. but I'd just like to say that happy birthday to the best day is, the best day was, and the best there will ever be, Sir Viv Richards, when it comes. Mm-hmm. And yes, Audrey, I heard you said um, sometime, about, I don't know if it's tomorrow or the next day, Andy Roberts' debut when he plays against um, India. When When is that? Mm, I'll I tell you in a minute. Okay, that was a stick. That will be the stick. Stick. The stick. And that that's his yeah. debut when he played against who? Who did he say he played against? Um, India. India. He played against India. Okay. India. 1983. Right. 1983. 1983. 1983. Okay. The stick. Yeah. So I gotta make sure yeah. I send a message. Then that come. Anyhow, I, yeah, I don't have no birthday, but for all those who have been birthday, wish them a happy birthday. And for what you said, Mr. Francis, about that lady that took in and. What um, California, California said, um, Dennis. What's it? Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> and I mean, we have. <laughs> I just want to give credit to those, especially those mothers. I know yeah. your own, his own was a mother, and your own was a modern, I mean, modern, fa- mm-hmm. modern father, as you can say. But to those mothers, I just wanted to have, give credit to them and thank them for what they have done for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. I never Amen. ever forget that lady. Amen. Uh, my father had 17 of us, you know, and he couldn't take care of all of us, so. <laughs> my uncle alone. <laughs> <laughs> but he, 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 he took care of me before he passed. He took care of me before he passed. At that time, he could not, but he did take care of me before he passed. So, but at that time, he had so many young ones growing up. He has to, he has to say, man, but I... I'm glad to have the respect and attention of those fine people who helped me along the way. Anyone else? Anyone else? Audley? Is Donna on? No? Yes, yeah, she okay. is. Yeah, Donna? So come oh, come in, Donna, with that birthday to yeah. clarify the birthday stuff. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Donna, come on in. Okay, so today, third is a very good friend of mine, Larry John, who's celebrating today. At the moment, he's in St. Kitts, so he will be celebrating over Uh-oh. there his birthday. Then I have my niece. Yes, oddly, you will try to remember my niece. His birthday on the 5th. Her name is Kiana Douglas. In New Kiana Jersey. Douglas. And then my brother, Odell Brown, will yeah, be celebrating on Wednesday the 6th. Yeah, and then yes, on the 5th, I have my brother-in-law, who is Kiana's okay. dad, Loyan. He's celebrating on the 8th. And my daughter-in-law, Roxanne, yeah. will be celebrating on the 8th as well. So those are my birthdays for this week. 
Yeah, we got some, some, some noise coming back on the back. Okay. Okay. Audley, take it over, Arby. Yeah, I just, uh, sorry, guys, I just lost my earpiece, so um, I don't oh. know if it's going to be noisy. Um, I tried to put back in, but I'm not getting any response at all, so. Any little we thing you you can understand. We yeah, hear yeah. you. Okay, so that's it for this week then. Um, this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Join us next week. Oh, I forgot one of my co-workers. He lost his dad and his sister, Floyd. Man, how could I forget that? He lost his dad and his sister in Jamaica, and um, funeral arrangement is being made presently. Um, Floyd, I uh, just want to say um, condolences on behalf of the cricket show. And um, we, we just can't say, I, I know how you feel. We, you know, we, I, I can't say that. But um, I'm asking you to cheer up in spite of everything, in spite of. I know it's a hard, hard time you've been going, you're going through right now. So um, do the best you can to cheer up. All right? Um, Bible says we should cry with Weep with them that weep and rejoice with them that do rejoice. So when it's time to um, weep, we indeed be sorrowful with you at this moment. Okay, so this has been the one. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so this oh. has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Join us next week just about um, 7 o'clock, once again, we do it all over the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you. Okay. Now can I play the song? Yeah. yeah. My love, there's only you in my life, the only thing that's right. My first love, your every breath that I take, your every step I make, and I.
come to the end of another segment. Or Dennis, it's over to you. Yes, thank you, Leon. And uh, we are very delighted to have with us today um, a junior codling from the West Indies Cricket Development Agency. I just want to welcome. Yes, yes, Leon. I just want to welcome uh, Junior and say hello. And if he's with us, just say good evening before we get to his part of the program as we're going to go over to the focus on the laws of cricket. Mm-hmm. Are you with us, Junior Codling? Y- yes. Are you hearing me? Yes, we're yes. hearing you mm-hmm. loud and clear. So we just want to welcome you to the show and ask you to bear and be patient with us as we just take on the next segment in our scheduled program, and we'll get right back to you shortly. Okay? Thank you. I am here. No, no we want you. to do also this oddly. We want to just mention to him that we... We're sorry for his loss last week. We heard he had a death in the family. And yes. we're wishing well during these times of sorrow. But Thank be with us, so much, like, like Dennis said, we will be with you shortly. Go ahead, Dennis. I appreciate it. Thank you. We're now at the sec- section of our program where we have our series focus on the laws of cricket, Law 34 and 5, and today's presentation is from Iacinth. Okay. Hello, good evening, everyone. As Danny said, today's focus is on Law 34, which is hit the ball twice, and Law 35, hit the wicket. The, go- the goal of this segment, Focus on the Laws of Cricket series, is to give a brief overview of the laws. We do not intend here to give a line-by-line statement of each law. Law 34, hit the ball twice. The batter is allowed by law to hit the ball twice, but only if the second hit was to prevent the ball from rolling back onto the wicket. To protect the wicket from the ball rolling back, the batter may use any part of the bat, foot or hands, to deflect the ball. If the umpire judged that the batter deliberately hit the ball a second time for the purpose of obtaining runs, the batter will be given out on appeal by any member of the fielding side. The offence of hitting the ball twice still applies even if the delivery was called and signaled as a no ball, and runs are not permitted from balls that had been struck twice. However, if any fielder overthrows the ball to dismiss a batter by run out, any runs resulting from the overthrow in this instance is allowed to be counted up to and including boundary four. Boundary six can only be scored from a delivery that had been struck by the bat and subsequently falls beyond the boundary boundary line. A batter's dismissal for hitting the ball twice is not credited to the bowler. This was a very short one. That's the end of Law 34, hit the ball twice. Now, Law 35, hit the wicket. 
The batter is out, hit wicket, if the wicket is broken by the bat, pads, dress, or any part of the person except the batter's protective helmet falling on the wicket. Hit the wicket may occur while the batter is preparing to receive the ball or when the batter sets off for the first run after playing the ball. Hitting the wicket is not an offence after the batters have completed the first run. Hit the wicket may occur when or if the batter is lawfully attempting to protect his or her wicket according to Law 34. The batter will not be out, hit the wicket, if the delivery is called and signaled as a no ball. Neither will the batter be out if the batter hits the wicket while trying to avoid being hit by the ball that is thrown to get a run-out dismissal, nor if the batter was trying to avoid being stumped. No runs can be scored when a hit-the-wicket dismissal has occurred, and the umpire will call and signal dead ball if the bowler does not deliver the ball. The bowler is credited for this dismissal. At the end of Law 35 and Law 34. Thank you so much. And bravo, bravo, bravo. Thank you so much, <laughs> Thank you. Thank I hope, you. I hope that was clear. Yes. I, I, have yes. Some, I have something to ask here. What's um, that? I, I heard... I heard that um, in the report that um, you you can't you you you'll not be out given out if you if your 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 protective helmet fell on the wicket there and you want to go over that side. I thought it okay. would have been out. So I, I'm I'm learning I'm learning. I mean we are learning. Hmm. I'm learning. I thought protective is protective. Anything at No, I think I think if you yeah it says that it says um, if your if your helmet falls and hits hits the wicket. That is not well. That's yeah. That's what. That's yeah. what the note. That's yeah. what the note says. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't. I thought that from you hit. Yeah, oh, you know, hit the wicket. So I'm learning something there. No, I but, think in the, no. If I think if you take it off and throw it deliberately. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not thought, Yeah, at that instance, I know. I know that. Yeah. No, no, no. I, well, well, I believe, that's what he says. I believe, oddly. Um, in previous years, if your hat fell onto it, you would have been out. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. the the the, the um, governing bodies these days recognise the importance of uh, personal safety, and mm-hmm. that a hat a helmet being much heavier hat. is actually required, and could quite easily fall onto the wicket. So I guess that's why they made this exception. Uh, mm-hmm. For for um, for helmet yeah. being, you know. Let, so, it, that, uh, let me ask yeah. a, let me ask a question. Did mm-hmm. did it did it said? I know you say hit the wicket. Can you hit the wicket and the bail does not fall off? You cannot be out. But does it say if it hit the wicket and the bail fall off, you're not no, out? No, no. It just says no. the only exception. Only exception. Oh, okay. Okay. It says the exception. Yeah, I was the not aware of that. Protective uh, helmet I'm, fall I'm, on the wicket. 
I have a hypothetical question. If a, mm-hmm. a bowler hits a, a batter and he falls on the wicket, what is he? Well, I think that I would think? be a criminal offense. No, no, when he bowls in the liberty, <laughs> no, and they I know that's crazy. <laughs> Colin Koji was hit by Andy Roberts and they showed you the Daily Telegraph showed you a frame by frame image of how he went down. If he were to <laughs> fall on his wicket, would that uh would he would have given out? Yeah. Um, Leon, that depends I don't on know. what they it says, neither will the batter be out if the batter hits the wicket while trying to avoid being hit by point, the ball. Point being hit, I, I was going to come back. Yeah, he was avoiding out. He was, he, was, he, was, he was hit unconsciously. No, unconsciously. Did, you, did you say if you try to avoid a ball from hitting you and you fall on the wicket, you're not out? No, yes. I meant, okay, no, well, said, I said that. I, I said, I said it's okay. I said frame by frame. No, not you. Dennis was saying something like that because that doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, frame I by heard frame. It, I heard it as well uh, moments ago. Mm. It says neither will the batter be out if the uh, batter if hits the wicket while trying to avoid being hit by being the hit. ball. He saw her. Yeah. No, but he right. wasn't avoiding. No, he but, he was what? hit. He was hit, <laughs> and he did not hold. He could not hold his faculties. No, um, there's something, Dennis. Oh. There, there's something. There, there's something here because if a try avoiding to be hit by the ball, throwing, um, if somebody throwing to to run him right. or, or whatever. Yeah. But what or what being, about when or, he's been bowled? Not when somebody bowling a ball. Not yeah. When what, somebody bowling a ball like a bouncer and you yeah. try to get out the way and you hit the wicket. That's, that's my point. That that's supposed to be out. So. Yes, I think that's why Cedric. Somebody somebody bowled to Roy Cedric. Uh, I think that the very first ball of the match, and he smashed it for six, but he stepped back and, uh, on his wicket and he was out. No, no, you know, he said, he right. said that was back, back, back on. It was Bacchus? Yeah, in Antigua, okay. yeah. A, a guy in his, oh, okay, Bacchus. Yeah, in Antigua, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Leon, can you check? One, <laughs> uh, we've got a, someone has joined us there, 111. One, one. Can you check, please? Leon?
step back onto your wicket, of course. Yes, you'll be out. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. And next week, Donna will be our presenter next week. So, Donna, if you're listening, uh, look out. Next week, it's your turn. And just to remind everyone, everyone again, that next week you need to bring your clock further by one hour. Forward, forward by one hour. Forward, okay, forward. forward by Aye. one hour. I don't know if the same thing applies to Hyacinth over in England. But no, 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 no. We 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 be, we do it a couple of weeks after. Oh, a couple of weeks after. So just for the panel. I'm just thinking, okay. like, yeah, well, Canada, yeah. So, so that's a rem- okay, okay. So for for those people who have been different time zones, um, yeah. so you, you know, they have gonna, to gonna, yeah, work out an hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Okay, earlier. so... Oh, earlier. Anything else? From spring forward, we, spring forward. We bring in? Yes. Spring forward, spring forward. And I know in, in the islands, you don't have to do that, right? You just stay one time yeah. all year round. Yeah, okay. So do we have with us now uh, Junior? Junior, why don't you come in and give us your thoughts? What's on your mind? I know you have many things, including the debt yeah. to the family, but... Life is like that. Go right ahead. Tell us all about what is happening in your neck of the woods and what you want to present to us today. Yeah, good night, everybody. And, um, Hi. Good night. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here again and happy to be on, you know, and um, happy for you all to give me the opportunity to speak about... Um, West Indies Cricket Development Academy and the work that we're trying to do here in Jamaica and um, with our hopes to continue what we are trying to do in the rest of the island. But um, the the truth is that we remain challenged and, um, you know, I met with our coach um, earlier last week which was Thursday the 29th and um, pointed out some unfortunate been happening that um, when they are training that men are riding across the field and players feel threatened and endangered and you know a lot more that is happening and, and these are things that we're trying to remedy also we are seeking to, you know, be registered as a charitable organization at the moment. Um, it's a bit different here in Jamaica where you are registered as a non-profit, but you are still required to pay tax. But when mm-hmm. you go to charity status, then you are exempt from that more than less. So these are the challenges that we are faced with. We are also faced with. Our players now are challenged with regards to um, traveling. You know, many of them live in the top parts of Clarendon, and and to get down to where we are, it remains a challenge for them and their parents. Also, those that stay um, in the you know small bunker that we have, um, they are challenged with regards to, to food and and nutrition and other things. So we are challenged at the moment and we're asking for any well-wishers out there to look on the plight that we face 
and um and come to our rescue in any way, form or fashion that you can. But because we're doing it for the good of West Indies cricket and we already have Adrian Weir, Joel Andrews and a few up and coming cricketers that we're looking to continue our investment and our time and energy in, in building and, and continue to produce them for West Indies cricket. But I mean, you coming on board to help will enable us to continue the good work that we're trying to do and um, to continue the rich legacy of West Indies cricket because we're not only trying to produce cricketers for West Indies, we're trying to mold gentlemen and, and, and women of tomorrow. And um, one of the things and the unfortunate thing that we are challenged with the other day is one of our better players look at Adrian Weir, the, the West Indies under-19 representative, and threaten to, to um, hit him with a bat. And, and so when we investigate his, his challenge mentally because of the success of Weir and him not reaching to that stage. So we need intervention in terms of um, somebody intervening with, um, you know, motivation and, and speaking to them from a mental point of view. So we're not only looking for financial help. We're looking for people that are specialized in, in these areas to, to come in and pour into our players and help them to be better cricketers of tomorrow. And, and this is what we want to do here at the Development Academy. Isia, would you try to give us uh, contact information about yourself or your organization that others can reach you? Yes. Um, we have a website site, um, West Indies Cricket Development Academy. If they type that, they will find us. I can also be reached at um, our telephone number at one 853 9236 And um, we're on Facebook as well. And, um, you know, we're just trying to do our best here at the Development Academy to mold these young cricketers. Repeat that number again. You a little slow that others can hear it again. The number. Yes. Yeah. The telephone number is one eight seven six eight five three nine two three six. Two three six, obviously. Okay. Anything else you want to share with us? Uh, oh by the way we just wanna just Thank you for the work you did with Joel Andrew because I heard that he has gotten a contract in Trinidad during the break time of the West Indies um, Championship and uh, he has accepted it so he was looked in good stead there and you, probably what you taught him might have helped, helped him to develop his art and now he's being called to Trinidad to play in the domestic season as a professional. We're proud of him. Yeah. Question for for you, um, Junior. With um, Leon said Trinidad, but Jewel Andrews went to the Leeward Islands. Is that correct? No, 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 no. I'm talking in the break period right now. He's in Leeward Islands play. He, he comes from Antigua, 
but oh, okay. he has been given, you know, there's a break in the West Indies for the championship. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Now, during this time, I understand that he has gotten a contract to play in the domestic season in Trinidad. Oh, I don't know if you heard. That means, you know, do you mean, when you say domestic, is that CPL or something else? No, no. Trinidad is Trinidad tournament. Yeah, Trinidad, Trinidad now has a... Uh, um, which the Kolkata Knight Riders are sponsored. And um, mm-hmm. as you can know, they are the, they are the most playing cricket nation here in the Caribbean. And, and for the young man to be able to attract um, interest Positive. here mm-hmm. in Trinidad, it's remarkable. And as we say again, um, not only me, but, but Coach, and Adley Ward in Guyana and also coach Sam Curran um, in Dominica must be proud of him as well. All right. Thank you. Uh, I know uh, Azari, Azari Frederick too over in Antigua who hails from New Winthrop. He's also very proud of this young man as well. Junior, oh. I know that um, you're obviously you have a lot of expenses to um you know for, for your academy and most of your expenses are in, indicated in dollar format but is this u.s dollar or local dollars that uh, we're looking at in your uh, for, for a, right for a better understanding um when i'm talking about <clears throat> expense I mostly quote them in in US since that is the international currency. And at the moment now to continue the work that we are doing, we we are greatly in need of almost five hundred US dollar to um offset some of what we have and also to make sure that we remain compliant and can apply for charity status. Um, before this month is out because we have something here in the academy and in the business named TCC, which is a tax compliance certificate. And every business here in Jamaica must obtain and keep that to make sure the business remain compliant with um, tax administration Jamaica. And um, we will have to make sure that we apply for charity status before um, this tax compliance survey ticket is over with. We're also seeking um, part of that funding will go towards enabling these players to continue to come to training. We have training from Monday at 3.30 p.m. because these players are in school and so they train from 3.30 p.m up until six and um they train from monday to thursday known training on friday and saturday and sunday because of the extreme cost attached to it but we look to maximize in the days where some of them come to school and we ask them to remain with us um for a few hours before they go back home and so this is how we're trying to be creative but we wonder how sustainable this can be, especially when school will be out. And um, 
and and this is why we are greatly in need of the help that we're asking for so the the, the funds that you're you're asking people to help how do they get these funds directly to you mm-hmm. well um we we're looking for a build out really of um you know we need to open and this is what the TCC will enable us to do it will mm-hmm. enable us to open a commercial bank account oh. in the name of the academy where make a direct transfer to the academy's bank account but in the absence of that now um contact can be made through um the telephone number that I've given and um we will provide ways and means of how persons can make their donation. We promise and assure all our listeners that we will ensure that we give proper accountability for any funds that come to this development academy. Okay, anyone now else want to? Okay, go ahead, Dennis. Now that, now that you have um, players from the academy who are now um seconded to uh cpl teams are those cpl teams uh assisting with your needs and supplies and funds no and and one of the things that we want to do um panelists and listeners all over the caribbean what we're looking to do going forward is to enter into some sort of agreement um, once we develop and nurture these players going forward. So some sort of funding of um, any percentage can come back so we can continue to be sustainable. At the moment, that is absent. We have no um, real agreement with any of the players now sign or verbal for them when they reach certain level to come back and give something to the academy. At the moment, this is a big endurance and we're going to learn from it and um, in the foreseeable future and at our next executive meeting, we will look to institute this and have it passed and so we can filter it down to um, the players who will also have to get buy-in from their parents, but an understanding can be um, arrived at to know that we are making investment in these players, and um, when they reach certain place and start to earn, um, they can give back something to the academy, so the work can continue in the interest of future players that are coming behind. And so I'm thankful for that question because it reinsures us in, in, in putting these things in place to make sure we don't continue to come up short uh, um, in, in these moments, critical moments. Tell us, uh, Junior, what direct appeal have you made to the Leeward Islands, the Guyana, and the, uh, because you've got Jordan Johnson, who's playing and for one of the CPL team. We've got Eyesight Thorn in the Guyana RP Eagles and Jewel Andrews in New York. What direct appeal have you tried with these individual CPL clubs? Because you're in dire need. So 
I would yeah. imagine that would be one of the first source of appeal. Yeah, and secondly, the, secondly, CWI. I understand they will tell you A, B, and C, but given the fact that they are benefiting the CWI, what direct appeal have you made to these air in these to these people to see how much they can assist? Only um, under Joel Andrews. We can really, and Adrian Weir, we can really know um, most about um, right. because they have been given an opportunity and they grab it with both hands. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. Johnson was not with us and, and Mr. Thorn um, from Guyana was not with us. But as it regards to um, these um, associations, we must know and we must speak of the unfortunate um, the association here in Clarendon, the Clarendon Cricket Association, and Mr. Fitzharris and his executive board. Um, is really underhanding what we're trying to do. I met with, with the vice president, which is the coach of, of our high school. And we were having a discussion, and the tone of the gentleman and what he was saying to me is a real turn off. He doesn't appreciate what we are doing. They consider us as a rival. They don't consider what? us as persons that are trying to contribute to, to local cricket here in Jamaica and, and to West Indies in a regional. They consider me. And what I'm trying to do as a threat to them, and this is why West Indies cricket remained the way it remained, because you have heard it from players, and you have heard it from some administrators. Victimization is large and broad here in Caribbean cricket. And, and for persons like me that is doing this, we're not doing it for money. We're doing it for the love of the game and because we want to impact the lives of these youngsters. And um, people doing us service by trying to withhold finance and directing players away from us and trying to sabotage us in every way, form and fashion. So we might reach out to a CPL team, but when they call around and ask questions, they might hear things which are not necessarily true. And, and these persons take great effort and time in trying to dismiss us. My coach, Mr. Robert um, Turner, would have spoke about um, his struggle with the um, Clarendon Cricket Association and him pouring into, into Mr. Adrian Weir and, and the bombardment, him, um, one of the things that he didn't do enough and they gave him the opportunity and he, he had done just very little. You know, when this young man couldn't hold a bat, didn't know how to hold a bat or didn't know how to hold a ball, um, we taught him, we spent time with him and we made time and effort and an investment in him. But these people, they, only when the player reach a stage up there, 
that's when they come and talk about the player. But when he's nobody and when he's nothing, they don't remember him. And and these are the challenges that we face. And and that is the reason why now we're asking well wishers out there to partner with us and help us to make continued change in these youngsters. They need us to stay with them. Even though it is hard and it is frustrating, we are willing and able to continue to to them and to help them as best as we can. But if we don't get any help, I wonder how sustainable we will remain. Because while we have good thoughts, panelists, and listeners all over the world, it takes finance to do a lot of these things that we ought to do. Yeah, Ju- um, Julia, um, you know this young man, Joel Andrew, has been making runs since he was 12 years old, and uh, that he attends the Antigua Grammar School, one of the elite schools in Antigua. And, of course, the Antigua Cricket Association has done quite a bit with him, too, in his development. And um, we, they're doing their utmost best, and whenever an opportunity comes up that he has to go off for coaching, since he obviously will be there, but others are doing things to help Joel as well. And Joel is going to be well taken care of. I'm, I'm, I, I'm sure that the Minister of Sports has noted his concern about him as well. So I don't know if um, it will conflict with your funding for him, per se. But for others, I can understand. But Joel, in my view, are, are going to be well taken care of. Yes, yes. Yeah, we understand that. And, um, you know, as we said earlier, um, earlier, in his career and, and, and when nobody knew about him, um, we spent a lot of time with him. But um, we're talking now on, on these youngsters here in, in, in Clarendon particularly, um, you know, and, and their struggle. And we know greatness can come out of them. But um, they are challenged and we are challenged. And um, we hope we hope, truly hope, that we can overcome these hurdles that we face in the interest of these players because um, they really need our support and they really need our help. Um, okay, Junior. Uh, anyone else has a question? Because I want to ask Junior some more questions. Anyone else want oh, to get in? Mm-hmm. Um, Junior, have you thought about the becoming or are you a member of the Jamaica Cricket Association? No, um I've I've not I've not think about it or or um make any advancement in, in becoming a member. Um I know there are that um want for me to join their executive. Um you know, but I've not talk about it or thought about it as yet. But um you know panelists and and viewers, listeners all over the world, my greatest interest is in continuing to 
intervene in the less fortunate cricketers here in in Jamaica and in the rest of the Caribbean life and to see how best we can help them. And, um, you know, the board, Jamaica Cricket Association board, they are so puffed up and shallow-minded. And I wonder, um, you know, if I being a part of it, if somewhere along the line, uh, I will be spoiled. And this is one of the reasons why I never give it any deep thought. And I know the waters are murky at the moment. And if there's a future where it can be clean and clearer, then at that time I will be willing and ready to offer myself. But, Junior, don't you think that getting in there for yourself and finding out what exactly is happening there, would that not be to your advantage if you're in there and you don't like what you see, then you leave? But my point being, if you are a member of the association, you have a greater opportunity to help to push that organization towards helping in the area that you are currently focused on. And I'm not criticizing you. I'm merely asking if this is not one way in which to try to broaden your um, horizon and getting in the deep where you might be able to influence some of the decision within that organization. Because if you're there, you can argue at these board meetings that this particular academy requires assistance, thereby pushing it. So maybe you should consider what's your, your, your um, comeback on that? Um, that's true. And um, I'll take your word. And, um, you know, I, I wonder how easy it is or how difficult it will be because um, we'll have an election later this month. It should be an election to replace the um, president at the moment. And, and so, but first, before you get to the JCA, you must be um, in a parish association. And, and at the moment, there's no vacancy. And, and so when that arrives, and if it arrives and I'm, aware of it and can make a step, then based on what you tell me, then I'll give it some deep thoughts. And once the door is open, then maybe I, I, I'll, I'll go about um, going into it after speaking with my family because um, these things take, take um, we have to think long and hard about it and, and all the things that it, it takes and gives. And and so if being a part of it will enable this academy of ours and the dream that we have for less fortunate cricketers, then I have no problem joining them. Mm-hmm. But if, if, yes, then, if, then. if go ahead, mm-hmm. go now, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. If if you're not able to find a place on the board outright at this point. Surely when the boards have their meeting, there might be opportunities for um, you as an outsider to um, request from the board 
the opportunity to address the board on a matter of this importance. You can certainly cite the fact that as an academy, you're developing players that ultimately will become part of the West Indian, the CWI and CPL and all the other things. So what I'm saying is surely even if there's no place directly for you, you should be able to appeal to the board to address them on a matter of some importance as such as this. Are the yes. board that difficult to work with? I have I have direct contact with the um JCA, which is the Jamaica Cricket Association um, CEO, which is Mr. Courtney Francis, which mm-hmm. I continue to lobby him from time to time on repeated basis. Just a few weeks ago, I had a meeting with him, and um, nothing comes of the meeting. Not, nothing happened, despite he assuring me that they will look into what I'm saying and and come back to me with with a uh, uh, you know something proper and and based on we being in an election now season I, I'm not sure they would talk to me because maybe what I'm trying to say to them is on the back burner they're just now looking to um, make sure they stay in office but I'll continue to try. And um, it's been two years now I've been continuing to lobby Mr. Francis. Mr. Francis, even when we got invited to South Africa to participate in the Global Under-19 Identification Tournament, he promised mm-hmm. to, to supply us with a few uh, players. And um, the cricket operational manager was supposed to reach out to me. They were supposed to even grant us um, some level of funding with regards to year fear and so forth. Nothing comes of that, you know. So um, I wonder how interested they are in in youth cricketers. These persons, they just find the players, bring them up to a level, and then they boast about them. And they don't interested in playing a part when they are nobody or no name. They don't want that. They are not interested in that. They just want to know when you bring up the player, then they take the bragging rights. And and this is the reason why we are not going to have our players sign a paper so when they reach the top, some sort of funding can come back to the development academy so we can continue the work. But we don't reach that stage yet. But we hope one day we will and... Um, and so we can be sustainable in, in doing what we are doing for West Indies cricket. Okay. Simon what? is on. I, can um, I make a Dennis. comment here? Yeah. Simon, yeah, let's bring I'll in like... Simon first. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Simon, welcome. Come on in, Simon. Simon is oh. muted. Come on. Yeah, muted, yes. And hey, just Simon, a reminder, we're in the Lawrence, yeah. Lawrence mm-hmm. Yagaro hour um, mm-hmm. for the past nine minutes. Eight to nine o'clock is the Lawrence Yagaro hour. Um, so we are definitely inside that hour. Okay. Simon, you're on. I'm with you. Just want yeah. to say hello to all the panelists and all mm-hmm. our wonderful listeners all over the world. Mm-hmm. So happy to be with you again once more to hear what a great cricket game. 
and I heard you had a speaker a while ago talking mm -hmm. about Jamaican cricket, and this is what we need, people who can keep the spirit alive. Mm -hmm. And um, Audley, your question? Okay, um, Audley, just to comment, uh, yeah, yeah, just to comment what, what, I'm, what I'm hearing there, um, about, you know, what, what he's doing, and um, the, the, the very good question that was asked by Dennis, you know, about getting into um, the organization, try to get in there, and because that's the best way to effect change. If you are on the inside, then you will have more influence in, in, in getting that done. But I've heard, I've heard also, I've also heard you talking about speaking to various people who are insiders and um, still nothing is being done. But I'm going to say don't give up, um, continue to pursue um, that, that uh, goal. And uh, mm -hmm. as you continue, as, but at least I know you're doing it even this evening presently on, on this show. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, just, just be encouraged, my friend. Just be encouraged. And things, things will happen eventually. Thank you so much, man. Okay. Uh, okay. Should, so, well, should, well yeah, Liam, if, if, yeah. if you're not ready to move on, I, I still want to continue so, this well, discussion kind with you. Yeah, if you could, just so we can get into the other parts of the... Go ahead. Well, Go ahead, Dennis. Well, you, you tell us when, you know, when we have no more time and we will stop at that point. But, Junior, I'm going back with our discussion. All right, you've tried the Jamaica Cricket uh, Association. What about a direct appeal to the minister, minister, whoever they are, of sport or of, um, you know, outreach? or whatever these titles are within the community, given that you're not only producing players, but you're keeping young men, boys, girls, off the street in your area as such, you're making a contribution, not just in one yeah. direction, but in a sociological way. Are you not able to reach yeah. out to these various, these various, um, you know, ministerial organization. Good evening. Is there no local uh, You're coming on the air, Leon. Are there yes. no local... Go ahead. Yes. Um, you know, in in other countries and and in the beautiful United States, um, it, it, it's quite accessible. But here in Jamaica, it's who you know, and it's who know you. No matter the, the good you're trying to do, you have to be politically connected. And this is the reality here in our country. And, and it is sad that we have to highlight these things, but these are the major things. Because when you look at us not bidding for the World Cup, when you look at us not hosting international cricket for years, if it is on the back burner of this government, um, you know, mine and, and their priority. If I was doing track and field, I wouldn't be up to uh, and our football. I wouldn't have to be appealing for funds, but because it is cricket has done so much for our island, but yet this government is turning a blind eye to it. All right. 
I hope this might be my final point here. When I say a final, a final for today, mm. because I don't want to monopolize all the time. But Jamaica has produced quite a number of well-recognized test players. Are those legends of Jamaica aware of the work that your academy is doing? And have you attempted to reach out to them in some way to see if their input, speaking up for the academy, you know, not necessarily putting their hands in their pocket if they don't want to, but speaking up on behalf of the academy to encourage others to take an interest. Uh, yeah, I am. I am trying to. I have tried to get contact for for Mikey Olden. I have also tried to get contact um, for Chris Gale and a few others, but unsuccessful at the moment. I believe if I do, these um, persons would be willing and ready to help us because they are very good minds and, and um, I've seen where they dip down in their pocket and help even a local school here in Jamaica to go to the mm-hmm. U.S. to participate in that tournament, in that youth tournament in Florida. I'm trying to... to get contact with them and I hope if anybody um listening viewer um listeners all over the world listening and can get us contact with with, with um these past players to please initiate that force because I believe they will um help us because I've seen them help others. But at the government level it's who you know and it's who know you. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, Leon, I'll um, pass it back to you. Go, go ahead a little bit, Dennis. Okay. Go ahead a little All right. Well, once again, let's remind our listeners that they are listening to us on the cricket show here at USA, and they can join us. Call in at one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero. We are speaking with currently with uh, Junior Codlin of the West Indies Cricket Development Academy. Mm-hmm. Although he's based in Jamaica, he obviously um, helps to develop cricketers from the entire Caribbean region if they approach his academy. And the work that Junior has um, been doing, obviously, is his charitable and I find it very disturbing that um, in spite of what he is doing, not just for the island or sociologically, but also for the development of, you know, cricket as a whole, that he should be having so much um, stumbling block thrown in his way. However, I'm hopeful that uh, Junior will have the courage not to give up entirely mm-hmm but to fight just a little harder. Push against some of those doors. Do your best not to, um, you know, deny the youth the ability to enhance their abilities. And there are more coming every day who will need the service. So, you know, I'm appealing to those listening, you know, hearing what needs to be done, Make the effort to see if you can reach out in some way. 
even if you're not able to do so directly, if you contact us at the Cricket Show, we will be certain to pass on whatever um, thoughts, comments, or whatever you have to offer in terms of advice or material, because I think this process is one that needs to be done. We can celebrate with Junior the mm -hmm. fact that uh, players. Go ahead, Leon. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Junior. We appreciate your coming on. And, of course, you, you're free to come on as often as you can. But, um, no, today we just want to just welcome Simon. Simon, come on in with your question to the panelists before we end. I am in with my question with the panelists, and I said yes, good evening to everyone. I hope everyone had a wonderful week last week. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to a much better week this week. My question tonight for the panelists is that um, at what point would you declare your innings closed? I'll give you an example. My team bats first. And we score 350 runs, 350. Would you declare 350 or you'll go on until you are out and put the other side in, or you'll declare when you think you have a good score? What is your answer to that? When you think is that what to do with, with to declare and send your, the opposition in? Okay. Audley, you, you're going, go ahead, Audley. Yeah, there, there, there's a whole lot of variables. It depends on um, what's the condition of the pitch, um, which side you're playing, and um, the weather has a lot to do with it. What's the forecast, right? And uh, whether you're talking about the first innings or the second innings, because, um, well, that would be the second, because nobody really um, declare first innings unless you're yeah, over five or 700 or anything, and, you know, think that that would be good enough to take care of um, the two innings of the other, the other team. So um, it, it, it all depends on a whole lot of things. Um, it depends on the opponents you're playing to, right? So um, as I say, a lot of variables. It, it, it's hard to, you, you can't just say, uh, I have a specific score to say, I'm going to, mm -hmm. when we make the score, we're going to declare because, uh, because, you know, um, how much days are gone? Uh, you know, how much days? Uh, it's a five-day test match. And yeah, five-day five test was, match. Yes, yes. yeah. How much days have already gone? Was, it, was there a rain interruption or, or whatever it is? So it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole other thing. It, you, you can just come up with a number like that. Um, okay. yeah, well, thank you so much. Well, thank well, you. Simon, do you know that a, a team can declare in the first minute? If they find the conditions yeah. that are favorable to the batting, they declare, and not Westerners, but the Leeward Islands did that, declare. Just forfeiting. Just forfeiting wins, right? And then send the opposition in and see if they can get the same, um, can get the, the same result as the opposing team was looking. They lost some eight or so wickets because the the pitch was uh, the wicket wasn't the pitch was not conducive to batting, and they declare in the first innings, and then the second innings they they were able to to make some inroads into the opposition side. So, like Audley said, there are lots of variables. How about you, um, Virgil? Are you with us? Any any? I think Virgil is going to teach. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I had myself on mute. No, um, I had an experience that I was watching a game when I was going to school, so you can declare any time because the, our school make this team declare for three runs in the first inning. They declare for three <laughs> runs because the guy was bowling fast and the wicket was a little damp. So you can declare at any time. And that's who I'm talking about. Um, if you remember, Richardson said the fastest bowler he ever faced is this guy called Gotnani. Gotnani? Mm-hmm. Mr. Francis, I think you hear he said that about the guy named Gotnani, um, Charles. Yes. I mean, but that's, that's a nickname he called. But he mm-hmm. was the bowler that make Liberty team declare for three runs in mm. school. Uh-huh. So you can de- uh, declare any time according to, according to the situation. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, thank uh, you. Roger, thank you very much. Yeah, anyone that question was on my mind all week, so I said I'm going to put it to the panelists. They also know the great game of cricket so well. Thank you oh. so much, Roger. Junior, want well, to come in? If you have a comment on that as well, on a question. Um, you know, declaring, declaring forfeiting the first innings and asking the opposition to to um but I believe that even when the pitch is difficult the um the team that is asked to bat first should um apply themselves and if you even get an hundred runs it could come up very good in the in the final part of the game but you not putting any runs on the board could come back to hurt you in the end. So even though um, it seems and look difficult at the beginning, try to get if it's even a lead of 100 runs and um, it could come back in the end to benefit um, you as a team. But for fitting the innings um, and not having any runs on the board could really be detrimental in the end. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thank you. Any I know you, you know, man, really know your cricket. Someone is coming in. Is it Virgil? Danny? Or Danny? Danny? Yeah. Danny, you're coming back? I'm still here. I've heard yeah, some uh, yeah, very substantive um, comments on, on this declaration. But, you know, it all it all depends on the how long the match is scheduled to go for? Is it days? Is it overs? Is yeah, well, I'm, I'm talking about a five-day match. A test oh, match. a five-day match. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you could certainly declare at 350 if it's a five-day match, providing, you know, you feel that you your bowlers can knock the other team over in, 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 in two innings before. So it, it, it's perfectly feasible, and you can do it. And uh, would you do it? No, my question is, would you declare at 350? As, as, as um, oddly said, it would just depend on whether or not I see that the wicket is um, deteriorating in some way, or the wicket's going to be taking spin, or the wicket's going to be doing. So, yeah, and how many, how long did it take me to amass 350 runs? Was it three hours, four hours, or was it a day? Or was it two days? So, yeah, it, it, there's a lot of 
variables there that need to be looked at uh, in making uh, that final decision, um, Simon. I thank you so much. Thanks for your answer. Very did brilliant you, answer. Simon, Very good you remember, answer. do you remember India declared? Remember India declared in Jamaica? Were you... Did you remember India declared in, in Jamaica? No? Okay. Don't tell us about India? it. They were, they, were, they, were, they were scared of the the, the fire on the wicked Oh, oh yes. Yeah, so, uh, that, that <laughs> was, was water. Was water. That was 1976. Yeah. Leon, 19, that was 1976. Yeah. Last time I went to Sabina Park. 1976. <laughs> I was in okay. the stands. Tell us about it. When, what happened? When, when the, the last day, the last day, it was when... um. I think that Roy Fedrick and someone is open. Wayne Daniels uh, was, was bowling at the time. He bowled a lot of no balls. I remember that much. And misses run a lot of times. But um, they think Singh Betty was the captain of the, of the team. And they were playing at Sabina Park. And they declared twice. They declared in the first innings and then in the second inning. Quite a few wickets were still left, but then um, they say, we, we, we got, we got a, we're going to re- retire before we expire. You know, so, <laughs> because it, <laughs> yeah, they, were, they were coming, the, the bounces and they were coming like crazy, man. Indian West Indies had just a little bit on the road, said you stand up there and open nothing, they, they, they knocked it off. And yeah, I was at the Bina Park, yeah, at the time. Well, very good um, question, that, Simon. Was the, famous, mm-hmm. the, the famous quartet of spinners. They, they, they were, yeah. they were, and uh, I think Mad and Lal were, were, were our internally. One of those guys, you know, you know, they would take, just take up a little bit of um of the shine or of the ball, and then the spinners were introduced immediately after, um, you know, four prong spin attack. I so, thank um, you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I know you, the ladies and gentlemen. You do know your cricket. That's why I was thinking of this all week. I said I'm going to put this question to the panel, and see what comes up. Very good answers. Very good answers. Okay. Uh, just to remind our listeners of the upcoming event that is going to be taking place. Anyone knows when the West Indies Border Championship will resume? The Can 26th. you share that with us? 26th the 26th. or the 13th? I think it's the 26th of March, isn't it? I think it was the 13th of March, isn't it? Or oh, 13th of March. Okay. 13th of March, yes. Okay, so... Was that a favorable for time for them to break this? I don't know the yeah no the break. 13th to the 16th of March is the next yes. series. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 13th of March. And we um, have the women. The women. The women's right. Tournament in Senkits. Yes, that's that's that Monday. Monday. That's correct. That's what I was saying. And tomorrow. 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 Yes. 10 a.m. Yes. 10 a.m. Okay. Guyana vs. Leeward Island at St. Paul. Yes, yes. mm-hmm. That's in St. Kitts. Yes. Um, where, where is Donna? Donna, you're on live with us? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's again. Oh, no. Where's she? Where? Yes, I'm okay. here. I'm here. Yeah, anything, anything from you? You're quiet? Anything? Oh. About the women? Anything that you you wanted to share with us? No, question for Simon? I, I think I've seen two magnificent names, so I'm going to be looking out to hear about them. Mm, okay. 
Yes, and and somebody has only words. I recognize them as Navy's girls. Okay. Well, the full match schedule includes Monday, 4th of March, Leeward Islands versus Guyana, Barbados versus Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago versus the Windward Islands. That's in round one. Round two would be on Wednesday, March 6th, Leeward Islands versus Jamaica, Guyana versus the Windward Islands, Trinidad and Tobago versus Barbados. Round three, Friday, March the 8th, Trinidad and Tobago versus Jamaica, and Trinidad and Tobago goes by the name of Trinidad and Tobago Divas versus Jamaica, Guyana versus Barbados, Windward Islands versus Leeward Islands, and round four, March 11th, Jamaica versus the Windward Islands, and of course, Guyana versus Trinidad and Tobago Divas, Barbados versus the Leeward, and round five, round five, I'll tell you that in a moment, round five, Windward Islands versus Guyana at 10 a.m., Leeward Islands versus Jamaica, at 2.30 p.m., and Trinidad and Tobago versus Barbados. That's round five. So just a brief summary of what is going to be taking place. Anyone has anything in, in mind that they want to share with us before we we have some other things to <coughs> Virgin, anything from you? We just want to tell this, the folks. This, okay, we don't want to write Right right after the T20s for the women, we have the women, they'll be traveling and they'll be in Pakistan in April. They'll be in Sri Lanka in June. They will be at the Women's World Cup T20 in October in Bangladesh. And in uh, December, they'll be touring India where they'll be playing mainly ODIs and T20 matches. So, although I'm not sure if they're going and staying the entire time or they're going in April, are they coming back in May and then going again in June and coming back and going? It. I'm not quite sure if I have all that details yet, but I know they'll be in Pakistan in April, Sri Lanka in June, Bangladesh in October and India in December. So a very busy year for our CWI women's cricket team. Indeed. Thank you so much. Just want for us to just briefly go over the World Cup 2024 and give the various groups. Okay, we'll have some 55 matches. There are going to be two T20 formats. And most of you have known already that they are going to be played in the West Indies and in the USA. And the Group A consists of India, Pakistan, Ireland, Canada, and the United States. In Group B, Scotland, Oman, England, Australia, and Namibia. Group C, New Zealand, West Indies, Afghanistan, Uganda, and Papua New Guinea versus yeah, and in Group D, you have Bangladesh, Netherlands, Nepal, South Africa, and South and Sri Lanka. Again, in Group D, Bangladesh, 
Netherlands, Nepal, South Africa, and Sri Lanka. Shall we take a shot to, well, the teams have not been named yet, but just from the, the grouping, can you, you identify the top two teams that got to go through from that round, from that group? That's it. It's tough to yeah, at this point, no, but just to, to let the, the, facts, the, the folks know, you know, what's going on in the group. Anything from you, Audley? Uh, no, no, not, not from a group. Okay. All right. So we also know that the Premier League is coming up as well. And um, the number of matches are going to be played. But let me just... Just tell you the, the, the date of the World Cup 2024 is from June the 1st to June the 29th. And uh, there are 20 teams involved, as we just outlined a while ago. And a group stage, and then a Super 8, and then a knockout stage. So we look forward to that tournament. We don't know the prize money at, at at this moment, but we just look forward to bringing as much information as we can as we are out of time, basically, that at this point. We are going to be telling the India Premier League, too, is going to be starting in March this month, and there are a number of 10 teams and we just look forward to to bring you any information about those those teams. Of course, a number of our players from the Caribbean are involved, and we just want to see them doing well. Any comments from anyone else about the India Premier League? Anything you want to know? The teams that are involved? Oddly... Um, well. Virgil, Mohammed, Mohammed Shalmi certainly won't be in the IPL this, this year, and of course he's not going to be there for India either. The question is, Hardik returning to uh, his former club, what will we see this year? Uh, Warner has been ruled out of the T20, T20 final. But expected to be fit for the start of the IPL. So is he ruled out of? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out which final are they talking about here, Liam? Warner which ruled final? out of. The, it's Warner. They said rule out of. Um, but, oh, I see. Might be ruled out of Australia. Against, against New. Against New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. 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 But okay. But do you expect to start for the IPL? So that should be some excitement there because David Warner is one who definitely is uh, well worth uh, But, you know, I, I, let me ask um, oddly. It has been said from time to time that Adam Zampa is one of the best off-spinner, or not off-spinner, but uh, leg, spin, leg, leg, break, leg spinner yeah, leg. in the world. How, how does he rate against previous players because I sometimes have a hard time watching him in the T20s these days and the ODIs. 
do as good as they say. I think it's more myth than method, magic. What do you think? Uh, in the in the past, we have we have seen where he he has done very well in the past, um, but uh, in in it depends on maybe who he comes up against because um, Russell and company roughed him up badly, you know. It's in 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 like four overs he, he was um, was it he, he can't say some sixty or seventy yard run in four overs. Yes. Yeah, so um, otherwise he, he he has been a good he has been a good bowler. But um, sometime after after a while, you know, you you get exposed and um, people analyze your 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 action, what ball is coming next, and you know, with those videographers, videographers, you know, guys um doing their their analytic thing really happen is that yeah yeah they have been worked out, and because mm-hmm. of, I think I think it's because of that now you know um they are under pressure, and especially especially if they hit they hit the first ball for six. Then you you know it's like it gets in your head and stuff like that. So I don't know. He, he I remember when he just came on the scene and they were talking about Adam Zampa and stuff like that. And and he was very good. He was very good. Uh, he, he hasn't been showing all that recently. In some matches in the World Cup, he did perform well. But in others, he he, he got some sticking. So Okay. Go ahead. No, I'm I'm saying you know with the, with them unorthodox left leg spinners, when they are on, they are on, and when they are off, they are off. Because sometimes yes, he he will bowl an unplayable delivery, and the next thing he can go for the most runs. And I mm-hmm. just wonder why West Indies don't use Aiden Walsh more often, even in short spells. You know, use him right, because right. the benefit for Aiden Walsh is not only one, only his spinning ability. If he's on, he can get some wickets that will change the game. And uh, if he's off, he can go for, for a bunch of runs. But he also has the ability to do well as a fielder, one of the best in, in the world, I believe. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. They have Without not been utilizing him because if he gives away runs with his bowling, he can save and take some outstanding catches as well. So, um, th- those type of bowling, bowling are really unpredictable. One day they are, you can't play them, and one day they're so bad, anybody can beat them for 110 runs. 103 like runs. Indian hmm? It's just like just mm-hmm. like the Indian spinner there. Um, what um, not not we know not Ashwin, not Hadeza, not not Patel, not what's yeah, the other name? Yadav. 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 Yes, yeah, yeah, that would, would, I mean, before, just before he came back in, in the test, you no, know, because um, he was the man of the match in a test match, and the test match he was dropped. <laughs> in the very next test match he was dropped, he was, man, he was player of the match, he was player of the mm-hmm. match, right? So um, then he, he was given the chance in, in the ODIs and things, and he, he redeemed himself again, and now he's picked. For the for the for the um, playing in test matches, so it, it, it's just that sometimes being a left left arm spin and leg spin and things like that, you, um, you, you can be very expensive sometimes. But when he's on, he's just on. It's like he's unplayable. But yeah. every time when he's got some tickets, you know. Yeah. Okay, uh, gentlemen, we are more. Go ahead, Dennis. You have something else because we're going to bring back Junior to make a final pitch, and then we go into the closer. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I I was gonna ask quickly, um Audley's on of course the panelists, what do they think of um Shamar Joseph uh, likely performance in uh, is he likely to be in the West Indies T uh, twenty side and what about his the West Indies tour of England? Is he likely to do well in England, given that England is usually a favourable place for um, quick bowlers yeah. use, using all that semen grass? What, what does the panel think? I, I, I well, feel I definitely... Go ahead. Go ahead, Audley. Go ahead. After you. Yeah, well, ahead, well I, I, think with, I think with the IPL, we, we have to wait and see. We have to remember that the young man, um, he, he came on the scene with such a flurry. I mean, with you know, I mean, find those salvers at the at the Aussies and stuff like that. So right now the exp the expectations very high. They are very high, and I'm just wondering if we're trying to you know I'm well. Hopefully we're not putting too much pressure on him because it's not going to happen every day like what's happened in the Test cricket. It's just like Azari Joseph. I think one of his first matches very early on the season. He got, he got six or twelve. Six or twelve, mm -hmm. the best the best figures in, in IPL. And afterwards he has to toil. He toiled hard, hard, hard to get a get a wicket or two. You understand? Mm -hmm. So with with everything is up in the air with Joseph right now I know those are test matches and you know, he's expecting to do well. I'm hoping that he will live up to our expectation. And if it if it doesn't it, it happened that he doesn't do as well, and things, but people don't start to write him up. Oh, me knows that one, one stop, one. you know, yeah. I understand like that. Uh, and what about I hope nothing, nothing like that happened? In, in, what about go ahead. England? What about England, England tour? Do you think he'll do well there in the test? Well, uh, he 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 swings he, he swings the ball, he pitches up the ball, um, so he, he knows to use the ball in here. I think he'll do very well. I think he'll okay. do. Uh, and mm -hmm. as I say, he's young. He's still learning um, yep. because he, he has used so much in such a short time. We, we are expecting so much from him. So I'm I'm hoping that he can deliver at least, you know, some of the time and people don't start to tear him down if it don't work, work out like what, you know, what happened mm -hmm. in, in Australia. Okay. I, tell you something, you. I tell you something, gentlemen. I believe that they're going to be spying on him from left right and see what makes him so difficult to play. He mastered the art of the yorker and the swinging yeah. one at that. And his speed is unpredictable. He bowls it right up there in 145 there about consistently. So he can, he, on his day, he can go for a bunch because uh, the yorkers can turn into full pitches <laughs> and he can bounce and you get in the top edge and he flies over all infield and go for some boundaries. But he may just get some wickets too. So let's give him a, an option. But one thing for sure, I know the cameras are going to be on it. They're going oh, yeah. to oh, yeah. they're going to detect what is making this guy so good. You know, <laughs> so I I don't know where, any way he can disguise it because the English cameras are going to be on him. And in India, the IPL, obviously they're gonna they're gonna watch him from the nets right up to when he bowls his first delivery. So, I I I just wait and see. We have to wait and see if he does well. But we just wish the young man with his temperament 
I think he has a wonderful temperament. And if he goes to a bunch of runs, he'll have the ability to come back. But thank God he's only four overs. He's going to be bowling per match. So right. let's see. Let's wait and see. Anyone else? Let's bring in um, um, uh, Junior. Let me give my part of him. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, for the IPL, I think he got under a lot of pressure, but I just wish him all the best. And in England, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how much test match they're going to play, but uh, I'm looking for 18, 20 wickets from him in England. Okay. All right. All right. I believe he's going to do real good there. Hey, Junior, why don't you make your final pitch? A couple of minutes left in the show, so make your final pitch again to us. Yes. Um, <laughs> first, and Joseph. You know, we have three tests matching in England starting on the 7th of July and um, he's expected to be in the 11th um, for that match and also in the upcoming IPL, which we believe and know that he will do tremendously well. And um, and these are the, the, the players that my academy takes great pleasure in in um in looking after and and these are the players that we are interested in and and helping them to reach the stage where expectation can be placed on their shoulder and um we're reaching out to all our listeners and the panelists let's invest in young and upcoming cricketers because they're going to make us proud tomorrow. And our investment in them today will help them tomorrow to be the best they can and the best we know they can. And, um, you know, when we sit in our houses and see them on our TV, it gives us joy. It gives us pleasing feeling to see that we played a part in them reaching where they reach. We do this for the love of West Indies cricket, not for popularity, Amen. not to be seen, not to be known, but just for these players better tomorrow and for their family to be happier. Sick man sitting down, laying down in the hospital and hearing that West Indies got over the line, even that small moment can make that man live a few more years. So we're playing our part in keeping society alive and in keeping West Indies cricket continued in the minds of beloved Caribbean people and also fans from around the world. For it to be sustained, please help us to make their reality um, tomorrow to be the best they can. If we invest in them, then their tomorrow can be big and and West Indies will benefit tremendously from your contribution. Thank you so much for having me. And God yes, bless indeed. you. God bless you too and wish you well. You know, you are free to be back with us as often as you can and we'll do our best to help in any way we can. Hyson, your final thoughts. Okay, hello. Yes. Can you hear me? me? Yes, yes. Well, I just want to say thank you for, um, well, it was a well-packed, lovely yes. show. And, uh, you know, just say good night to everyone and just, you know, we just keep praying. And we'll, as I say, keep remembering the ones we need to in our prayers. 
Amen. Have a good week, everyone. Okay, and we just good night to you. And yeah, yes, indeed. And remember, folks, again, bring forward your clock one hour next week. Thank you, Hyson. Good night. Okay, uh, is it Simon? Simon, your final thoughts? Are you still with us? Yes, and I'm happy to do that. A wonderful show as usual. Get better all the time. It's a privilege to be on the show. To which you learned men know, and ladies also know the game so well. Game that I love so much. I've been following this game since I was three years old, as I told you. <laughs> down in the Caribbean. And um, my father and my older brothers and sisters were great cricket fans. And when they're playing against Australia, we have to be listening to cricket at night. So my mother said, come inside, come, it's getting dark now. When I come inside, I say, why are you getting dark? They're playing Australia. I wish I was living in Australia. I wouldn't have to come inside. So I've been following cricket since I was three years old. Have yourself a wonderful evening, all. And Good night to you, week. Simon. Thank you so and much. God bless you, you so all much for, your, for your questions. And thanks and, uh, for such a wonderful, wonderful show. You get better you. all the time. Thank you so much, Simon. How about you, Virgil? No, let's, let's see if I'm Donna. Donna, good night. I have a, your final word. Good. Wonderful show as usual. I would like to tell everyone on the panel, have a good week, and we'll see you back here next week. Make sure you're getting your sleep on Saturday night. Uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, Virgil, are you with us? I, I, I can't find you on the board. You, you probably were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, like I said, um, to say to Junior, good luck on what you're doing, and we wish you all the best, and just mm-hmm. keep up the hard work, because when you do hard work, it will pay it off at one time. So just yes, good luck indeed. and keep up what you're doing. And to all the panelists and to all mm-hmm. the listeners, good night until we talk again next week. Okay. How about you? Who's left? Um, Donna? Audley. Donna? Donna and Audley? Audley. 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 No merchants this evening? No merchants this evening? No, merchants no. is okay. going to see her mom, who's in the... Oh, okay, 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 all right. Okay, yeah. so um, I just want to give a shout-out again to Junior, and um, very appropriate proverbs for this evening say, goodness is the only investment that never fails. So just continue doing that to Junior, that you're doing Junior, it will never fail, believe me. All right, so um, it is wonderful to be here this evening, of course, to share in the thoughts, and uh, um, yeah, very happy to be here. And uh, just to give you a, a quick, 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 quick uh, approach in milestone before we leave, um, Rabada is on, he needed us nine wickets for nine more wickets to become uh, a triple centurion when it comes to wickets. He need nine more wickets to join the 300 club, yeah, and then so. Ben Stokes need only three wickets to join the 200 club, right? So right. for the coaching milestone. All right, have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody. And next week, as we're reminded by Leon, uh, remember it's an hour earlier. And um, um, so have a wonderful, wonderful week. And God willing, next week we'll be talking. Yeah, thank you so much. Dennis, you do the... Oh, okay, Leon. Once again, thank you, um, Junior, for being our guest this evening. And as as Liam says, we welcome you to come back with us, you know, as when and how time permits. We Mm -hmm. wish you success. And, of course, we will hear on the Cricket Show and elsewhere we hope 
We'll be rooting for you for the cause and for what you and the Academy is doing. So thank you once again. And before I go, let me say, you have never been inspired until you hear the entertainment on the Saturday morning entertainment show. That's at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Caribbean Global Voices. So call in at 1563-999-3693. That's 1563-999-3693. Or join them on the Saturday morning entertainment show. Call at begin at 9 a.m. to 12 noon on Saturdays. Saturday morning entertainment show. Caribbean Global Voices. Join them. Thank you, Leon, and back to you. Yeah, it has been a joy and pleasure to host the show this evening. We thank all the panelists and all the guests. Junior, we wish you well. Come back with us. But we're going to go all to this. Remember the days when the leaders were on top, when they clean sweep the whole gang. Please, 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 please
Yes, I'm here. Are you? Okay. The music's gone. And you're yeah. I don't know. The music dropped on me. So, anyway, good oh, night to okay. all. It was a pleasure. It has been an absolute delight. Good night, gentlemen. Good night, all. Good night, all. Good night to all. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good good night have a blessed night. I hope to you again soon, yes, Junior. Okay. Yeah, Junior's probably going in. Everybody's... No, I am here, man. Thank you, okay. guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're, let we're me so... see if another... Go, go ahead, uh, Audley. You're, you're saying something, Dennis? No, that was me humming to the beat of the uh, Calypso yeah. you were playing earlier. <laughs> yeah, but um, it, it dropped on me. I don't yeah, know why, it, it... but... It's... It cut short. It uh, cut short, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right, so. Oh, my brother. It's going to be a lonely Christmas without brother, Lenny, Kim, Hector. Water. One born again. A Bajan woman bought a 
African. We had the world's greatest empire. One born again. From Jamaica, Mr. C. Buckner. Not baby, not Shanda Sika. 
Perfect coordination of body and mind. That brother is really dying, oh my. A front for you bowling him, but slowly you're going back to the boundary. England, here they come. This hunk of a man, this classical player, and his fellow Antigan, and the Robert Redkin have back once again in your country. Vivian Richard Redkin bowl at boundary after boundary. Watch this cobalt kicking on When Vivian and Batim, the machine must run And people applauding for runs like run And another splendor with a century again No bowler holds a terror for Vivian Richard Not Thompson, not Lily, not Baby, not Shanda Perfect coordination of body and mind that brother is really dying, oh my. Face has been, he don't give a front for you're fooling him. But slowly, you're going back to the boundary and the... Happy birthday, Robert. All right. Here is a candle in every soul, some brightly burning. Some dark and cold There is a spirit Who brings a fire Ignites a candle And makes it shine Carry your candle Run to the darkness Seek out the helpless Confused and torn See how 
could take you back in time over 20 years ago. A little paradise island where milk and honey flow. A place where I was born then grew up to be a man. You'll never feel alone in this place I'll always call home. And I'm proud I'm from the island, a small part of the Caribbean, where there's no winter season, every day is sun or rain. Just the thought of me being, oh, it drives me insane. I'm so proud I'm from the island. It's not part of the Caribbean. When I take her Playing football and cricket was fun All day long in the burning sun You could hear your mom calling And still you just want to eat You see I still remember Those were the best days for me And I'm proud I'm from the island small part of the Caribbean, where there's no change in the season, every day is just the same, and just the thought of leaving, oh it drives me insane, I'm so proud I'm from the islands, small part of the Caribbean. It is my fantasy Hold some arch of my old memories Where land and seas make beauty Without no explanation I'm back where I begun Cause I'm proud to be an Antiguan It's part of the Caribbean A small part of the Caribbean There's no change in season Every day is sun or rain And just the thought of leaving Oh, it drives me insane I'm so proud I'm from the islands A small part of the Caribbean to be an antiguer is part of the Caribbean. Oh, my brother, it's going to be a lonely Christmas. 
without brother, Leonard, him, Hector. The 12th of November, 2002, a day to remember. The loss a distinguished man Leonard Kim Hector had so much to offer but was rejected by zone in his land. So goodbye, Robert Kim. We all mourn your passing. You were treated like all great Antiguans. Ridiculed and castigated. Shunned and emasculated. Your blood is on Antiguan's hands. In praises of glory, your name was exalted, but in life, you were demonized. Now your time is exhausted, and your knowledge rejected, in that you are immortalized. So goodbye, Tim. We all mourn your passing. You were treated like a leper in your land. Without recognition, we ignore your contribution and sing praises. Now you are gone. The evil that men do lives after them. The good is often terrored with their bones, so let it be with Hector. I have no record of evil in the life of Tim Hector, maybe mischief, but no evil. Let the catalogue of his goodness be interred with his bones. Colossal figure whose achievements were ignored, a journalist and educator, a sports writer, and a freedom fighter, Tim Hector was a liberator. So goodbye, Brother Tim, we all mourn your passing. You were branded a communist in this land. Your people, you educated. But this, you were persecuted. And they made you a villain in your land. As you lie there, motionless, 
and still in your fine resplendent mahogany casket, I cannot help but feel a sense of mockery that the same society which vilified and ridiculed you when your strident voice embarrassed them with your message and your clarion calls is the same society that will embrace and elevate you. So goodbye, Robert Kim, your mourn, You were treated like a bandit in your land. Without trial, you were convicted. Several times incarcerated, you left your blood on Antigua's hand. Were you there? Were you there when they crucified the master? Were you there? Were you there when they nailed him to the cross? Were you there? Were you there when they dragged him to the cross? Were you there? Were you there when they dumped him in prison for his views? Were you there? Were you there? When they burnt his printing press, were you there? Were you there when they murdered his dead wife, Era? Were you there? Were you there when the ballot process was contaminated to declare him a loser? Were you there? Were you there when they denied this prophet any honor? In his own country, were you there? I 
like Martin Luther and Eric Williams, he came. Better men fight people was his only aim. By decades, he labored and fought great battles of various sorts. The struggles were hard, difficult the victory. Three cheers for V.C. Bird, he's now proud history. But no man is an island, nothing lasts forever. Our humble fans, they are well apart. You have carved boldly for posterity. Our humble fans, they are well apart. You have left your footprints on the sands of time. A priceless treasure you have left behind. And enrich our pages of our history. Your car boldly 
dance where you're holding him fast and slowly. You're going back to the boundary and deep. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. cricketer Sir Vivian Richards personal friend we love you my brother keep doing what you're doing best may God continue to bless you good night all have a pleasant weekend and may God bless each and every one of you who had the pleasure of listening to our show this evening I am your host Leon Francis good night
God bless you all. Night, 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 night. Oh, oh, you're still with me? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, Good night. I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, okay. I'm still on. I hope you enjoyed all right. the segment with Prabhiv. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yes, yes. All right. Okay, Enjoy I'm going to close it up. Good. God all bless right. you too, sir. Good night. <laughs>